Stop sniffing. You get me in trouble again. Oh, oh, did I get in trouble last time for sniffing and making? No, I'm just people just like to whine about politics, but it smells so good. But I like hey, <laughs> welcome hair. to Meathead Chatter. Episode, How's it going, everybody? Episode Ocho. We're already on the Ocho. I know. I took a I took a little hiatus, you a little vacation. A li- yeah, I I called you off because I needed some self help from Brandon. So ah, it's all, all right. right. I uh, yeah, I took I enjoyed my Sunday last Sunday or last week. Took a day uh, off. Got to do nothing. Enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, it was totally impromptu because I, uh, I, I just, I just messaged you and I was like, dude, I just, I'm exhausted. You know, just the stress of like quitting the job and just like everything going on. I, I just, I was like, man, I just need a second. And then I was going to talk to Brandon anyway about like which some, direction I was yeah, going to go. Training things and um, and I was like, well, shit. If I'm going to talk to him anyways, might as well put him on a microphone. Um, so sorry, we could have had the three of us here. Right? No, no it was worries. Just a I, what did I? What did I do yesterday or last last time? I think I did a lot. Of, oh, I did a lot of shopping. That was actually nice. so. My girlfriend and I had that was first first weekend. She and I had had the full weekend off. Oh, cool. So like I so was really I was doing you a solid. Yeah, you did me a huge favor because it was like the first time she and I actually got to spend like a full day together in a while. Yeah, so yeah you I was said, okay with it. You said LOL, okay, and I was like, oh, I'm a joke to him. He's like, oh, you're not serious about this, okay, you fucking loser. Like that's how I took. Oh, it. I'm sorry, dude. And I, I was like, I am a fucking loser. I actually, actually, fine. I thought you were mad at me. I thought you were mad at me because because uh, remember we were we were originally we were gonna go get dinner the night before and then like thirty minutes an hour before I was like so she oh, you, doesn't want to get up and I was like you, he is pissed at me you did you I was like ah oh, he's still pissed at me bail for, on my I did ass. I bailed but it's probably a good thing because she and I went to try and go to that restaurant the next day on Sunday couldn't get a seat because we really? didn't reserve a table. Huh. And I didn't realize like how important it was to make a reservation for a table. Well, I'm happy they're getting packed out. I, I honestly, I didn't know if that place was going to survive all like the restaurant closures Man, and stuff I'll tell from you last what, year. That place has been open forever. Uh huh. Yeah, I like, mean, they probably have the building paid for. They probably like, they have, probably like, own everything yeah. because that place has been there forever and they well, never look busy. In the it's a hibachi place here in Lafayette, Mount Fuji. Shout out, right? Um, Free ad for that Salmon. place. Oh my gosh, um, so good. I'm just kidding. I don't know if that's his name. No, you're well. Your your fiance has been going there since college, like yeah. a decade. It's like twenty? No, that's like twenty years, man. We're old. Are you? No, she, she she's thirty nine. Shit, now yeah, well, <laughs> where's the uh, where's the FCC edit button? <laughs> was that it? Oh nope, that's uh, different. That, I was like, eh, it works though. Oh, I was like, we should probably like FCC bleep out the, the actual age. She may not want us to announce her age. Are those crickets, or is that yeah, like a yeah, bed crickets. squeak? It sounds more like a bed squeak. So I had my kids here this weekend, and uh, my son was very curious about all this. He's, we have the Xbox up here, too, and he was playing Fortnite. And he's like, what is all this crap? He's like eight. And I was like, oh, check it out, man. It's like got all these colors and stuff on the board. So I turned it on and put the headphones on, and we like played with all the sound effects. It was pretty sweet. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I was actually, so I had one of my one of my classes asking me about like podcasting and and that stuff, and I was like, "Oh yeah, come to think of it, you should totally listen to this stuff." You know, it's, I don't think they should, man. I say a lot of bad words. We on do here. swear a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't care about lifting, I mean, half of the thing is like movies. So yeah, like most okay. of it. Yeah, the, it's like you know, it's talking, bashing movies and stuff. It's just nice to give them an external influence. But yeah, one of my kids was asking about like what podcasts look like and yeah. the setup, and I was like, "Oh, come to think of it, yeah, I, I actually say, know what that looks show like." Show them a picture of the setup. It's pretty. 
pretty dope. I've done it before, but I've done it like just on my phone. I've done it with like a, a USB mic that sits in the middle of the table and is Ugh. like omnidirectional. And it was okay sound quality. Um, but this is definitely probably the best like professional quality sound I've had doing podcasts. Um, and it just looks, you just look like a professional with this, this big ass board Soundboard. here. Yeah. It's, it's pretty nice. I like it. Yeah. It's totally nice. So let's talk about, let's dive into some lifting stuff. I don't, I don't know what, did you guys, how deep did you go into some of the stuff that was going on in the lifting world last week? Literally nothing. It was like a half hour podcast. I see you didn't listen to it. Dick. Um, <laughs> I, just, my week's been it, nuts. You're good. It was it was like a half hour of me just kind of talking the difference between if I wanted to do like personal training at Vasa, like a commercial gym, right, or if I wanted more like the boutique gym setting, kind of the pros and cons of both. We just had a discussion on that. Well, yeah. literally nothing lifting related at all, other than just how it relates to being a poor or not as poor personal trainer. Well, uh, yeah, and that's what I meant. I mean, I didn't know. Hey, how deep did you go into some of the cool? Stuff I know I sent you, like John Hack pulled eight eighty for like four or something. No, stupid. no, 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 no. So he 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 just or no, pulled, that, he he pulled eight hundred for like four. Yeah, it was, oh, that's what it was. Right? It was eight oh four, eight oh five, or something for four. Let me let me pull up my fact check. Oh gosh, sorry. Um, pull All good. Up my fact check for Mister John Hack because well, that's what we should do in this world. Look at me be unprepared as all get out. Uh, six week till the showdown. He just PR'd eight oh four for four. Like, all right, fuck you, man. Like, well, and it's like, and they're like all fast. I was like, first of all, it's not Jefferson, so, mm. but it is conventional, which, right? Which, I mean, especially if you're doing reps, touch and go. Mm-hmm. Well, those weren't. I, I don't even. I wouldn't even call those touch and go. Those okay. were all completely reset. Jeez, yeah. So they moved quick. Man, and here's the funny thing about that because, man, I keep, I keep getting bored or something in my life. I need to entertain myself better because, man, I keep finding these kids saying how like certain people are the goat. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Larry Wheels is not the goat. Oh and, my god! And he if you want to think he is the goat, fucking eat my yeah. ass. Because here's the deal. So there was a video of of John of him pulling like seven hundred for six or some shit, mm. and people were like, "Oh my god, he's the goat!" I'm like, "Well, here's the deal." So this he man does has, have some records. He's got some records, but actually, he did have records. I don't think he has. any. They said he's coming back to it now again, but he ain't gonna be what he was. He did strongman and got hurt too many times. Well, and welcome to my sport, homie. Well, and here's the <laughs> thing: you're gonna give someone a goat label. They have to be like. Fucking impressive. Well, in, in my other and thing, and he's is impressive. They, ha- they have to be dominant for a longer time. Right. Or- he was dominant, and then beat the shit out of his girlfriend. Went and hid in Dubai and did strongman did shit. Strongman enough to realize that. So he's just not built well for strongman. No, he's don't get me wrong. He's strong. He's he's right. a monster. Right. But he's got very narrow joints. Like if you look. Like, one of the reasons he looks how he does, other than, duh, he has a shit ton of muscle and he's strong, but, like, he has small joints. Mm-hmm. Small joints make your muscle bellies look larger. If you look at the best bodybuilders, they actually have pretty small bone structures from, like, a from like a girth standpoint. Right. And that is not a bone structure that does well in strongman with 1,200 pounds on your back when you're running around. No, no, Compared no. to me, it's like, not that I, I'm not saying I'm strong. You're, you're a broad I'm, I'm guy. I'm definitely not, but I have, I have a very, like, 
thick bone structure. Like I can't, like I got a solid like inch and a half between my ring finger and my thumb when I, or my, my middle finger and my thumb when I try to like put my fingers around my wrist. Mm -hmm. I bet Larry Wheels could easily touch his fingers together. Right. And that's, you know, and like I said, not saying he's not good at lifting, but when, when people, when kids, specifically kids are thinking, oh my God, Larry Wheels is cool. And you know, He's he's not a good role model in my opinion. Yeah, and, and I mean, he, are you? In, in, I'll, I'll just say this: if you're if you're a shitty person, it doesn't mean you're not the best lifter of all time. Correct. But he's not the best lifter of all time. Yeah, he's also <laughs> not the best lifter. So, okay, John Hack out totals Larry Wheels almost, and the only reason he doesn't is because Larry Wheels has fifty a, pounds lighter. <laughs> bit more than that. Larry Wheels over 275 now. Is he? Okay. Um yeah, he the was record breaking those records. He, he was, was 275 okay. cuz he broke Stan Efferding's 275 yep. er, lift roll records. So, John Hack out deadlifts him and out squats him. Or they squat about the same. Uh, yeah. I think Larry Wheels actually just hit it like Larry Wheels out benches him, but But he out benches him. But he benches which, 200 pounds more. Which is He doesn't bench 7, does he? He's pushing it. But no, but uh Hack benches like Mid to high fives. He's like five sixty five. He, he, yeah, he's mid mid five squatter at so, one ninety eight body weight. Yeah, you know, but so, yeah, one ninety eight versus versus a two seventy fiver. Yeah, we're hitting, not even in the same. We're not even if, in the same world. If Hack put on the weight to be a two seventy fiver, I would say his deadlift probably goes down a touch. Yeah, I would. But his too. squat goes higher than Larry's, and I guarantee his bench goes higher. Right. For me personally, bench responds to adding pounds of body weight better than any other fucking lift. And there's so many reasons for that. But, right. but yeah, I mean, he's, I'm not even saying John hacks the greatest of all time. I think he needs a few more years, right? Maybe, maybe like five or six years. And then he could say that, but who, like, who would you at on this date in 2021, who would you say is the goat? Greatest of all time. Yeah. Like, right now, power lifter equipped, non-equipped. I mean, that's a tough question, man, because there are some. I mean, the really easy answer dominant. is is uh, Eddie Cohen. Ed, yeah, Ed Cohen's the easy answer. He pulled nine. He squatted. Nope. He. he I think he, he pulled over. Yeah, I think he pulled, he pulled he a thousand. I think he pulled, squatted and deadlifted a thousand. Yeah, I was gonna say, and it was it was in gear, but that gear is not like the gear is today. Yeah. Um, uh, Travis Mash, who was on my coach for a while. Um, back in the day, he he competed in that same. Actually, one of the only guys to ever beat Eddie Cohen's total. Really? And then a week later, Eddie did a meet and beat well, Travis's total. So Eddie Cohen. <laughs> so the man but, pulled but, a thousand in conventional, and then right. he or was he either pulled a thousand conventional, hurt himself, and switched to sumo, or he did the other thing. Yeah, in I, the same meet, he switched his his stance because something and, was messed up. Yeah, I think it was he pulled sumo normally, and then he ended up pulling it conventional. And honestly, and I don't remember his. I, I only paid attention to him for his deadlift, but then if you actually look at the rest of his numbers, I mean, he's it's hard to argue, especially in that era, right? Compared to this era and how far training has come from a programming I mean, training, standpoint. Dr- the training, the drugs are all better. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and and so Travis was saying. Um, because we were talking and about that was the, that was on a power bar. Right, Those were all power right. bars. Because he that was in the no I, squat IPF, bar, no like, deadlift bar. Yeah. Well, and Travis was saying uh, back when I lived out there in 2016, we were talking about gear and just how it's different than it was back in the day. Uh, you know, like old people do. It's different when you were when you were doing it, you know. <laughs> when I was coming up, yeah. I walked I I walked to the but, gym uphill both ways and the snow. But he was barefoot. he said he said seriously. Um, he was like really. 
when I had my bench shirt on, I could pause whatever I could touch and go without a bench shirt. And that was the level of support. So maybe like 10, 20 pounds is what right. the gear added. Whereas now, and I'm not shitting on gear. I'm just saying now the gear is so much different and better than Dave that. Dave Hoff talking, is opening at the W two WPO at what? When I send you 525? 525 kilo squat. Um, See, I'm sorry. The deadlift world record is 505 because they – they tried to break right? it they at Giants Live and they couldn't the hit it. And uh, yeah. I don't now, remember. He, he's opening his squat at that, right? That's not his deadlift. No, he's, that's he's his had, squat opener. Okay, but yeah, like, I was like, he has not. He, I don't think he's hit, deadlifted hit, barely over eight. Uh, no, I think he's got a thousand pound deadlift. Let me Hoff? Yeah, no, I was literally just looking. He he does. He uh, well, he's got a three thousand pound total. His it's thirty two. I'm gonna look right now. I think there could also be an argument for uh, Donnie Thompson as greatest of all time. He was the first to break the three thousand barrier, uh, but equipped, so no one pays attention to kind of before social media. So no one really right. Pays attention. Well, yeah. Let me see um, if I can get this number on this. Uh, but yeah, if you're good in gear it. and you're a high level strength, like you're strong and you're good in gear, you can get two to three hundred pounds out of a well, multiply squat suit. You can Blaine, get two Blaine to three hundred pounds out of a bench shirt. Yeah, Sumner benches a thousand, but Raw he benches like six. Yeah, no, he just did like five forty for six casually, as working sets. His working sets were five forty for six. But dope. and yeah, Blaine Sumner. I mean, I would. I mean, if I'm gonna pick some goats, I mean, John Hack. Sumner's got to be up there. In the, Blaine in the Sumner's got to be in the conversation. Dave Hoff in well, that conversation. So Ed I remember Cone. 2011 or 2012. It was when Juggernaut, Juggernaut strength, like the the yeah. website. It was. Before they were a big thing, and I was following them a lot, and Blaine was one of their lifters on there that that was sponsored. This was when they did powerlifting more than weightlifting. Now it's like almost all weightlifting on right. there just because it's more popular, I guess. Um, but it was like 2012, I want to say 2012, but Blaine went to the Arnold, competed um, in the Raw division, won it, right, and competed single ply. And won it all in the same weekend. Right. He also, at the Arnold, which we have got to talk about that, um, <laughs> at mm. the Arnold, a two, three years ago, dropped an 1,100-pound bench on his face, came yeah. back and hit it. I'm uh, sorry. I think that was 1,000. I don't think Whatever. it was 11. Yeah, but yeah, like, but I'm, I'm sorry. You drop 1,000 pounds on your face. <laughs> the like mental toughness that you have to have to be able to come back and hit it. Well, and he squatted well over twelve in single ply. Yeah. Like, um, like he that yeah, he was squ- he had squatted before that. So, like, yeah. And he's yeah. another he's another guy like Hoff where it just if you're big and really good at bench and squat, chances are your deadlift isn't his quite deadlift. Crazy. His I deadlift's think like his right de- at eight. I think his best in comp is like eight oh four. Yeah. So like Hoff's um, big one is his biggest pull on Instagram currently is eight thirty. Okay. Um, so he's not in a multiply a deadlift suit versus a single ply, which which does make a difference. It does um, because you well, a deadlift suit ain't giving you a ton anyway. For me, and I'm not good in a deadlift suit, but I think I've I've maybe like forty pounds, forty pounds. Out yeah, of a deadlift well, suit. and and Best you don't pull scenario. sumo. You're not a sumo guy. Yeah, it. Yeah, if I you feel were like a sumo guy, it would make a big difference. Um, because I think Hoff and Sumner both pull sumo. Yeah, yeah, and in, in gear, at least you from what I've seen, it sumo. looks like it works better just because. Shit, all the guys that are pulling big in gear are sumoing it. And especially multiply, basically everyone well, is and, sumo, and you is have sumo to because you just can't get to it. Yeah, that's like I've never I've put on a deadlift had. suit, but like I've just seen like when Hoff goes in to pull in here, he like has to like 
pull himself into it. Yeah, it. it's a pain in the ass. It's not worth the time. Right. So I, I could never do that. But you want to? Do you want to uh, discuss Mr. Schwarzenegger and some comments? I mean, I have. I'll tell you what. My 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 girlfriend said that the actions that were taken by certain people who supported or used to support Arnold, like you know Brian Shaw when he took his picture down, and everyone's like, "Oh, it was an overreaction." I'm like, "Nope." Definitely justified. Well, and plus, here's my thing. Let's say it was an overreaction. Um, whose gym is that? Oh, oh it's his. Uh, whose whose pictures is that? Oh, oh, it's his picture of Arnold. Yeah, you can do whatever the fuck he wants. I yeah. saw people bitching about it, like, like, oh, poor rich millionaire person, so upset because of. I'm like, okay, so he makes money, so he's not allowed to have a fucking opinion so, or vote with his dollars. So I I was watching something and. I don't know if you guys know who Chris Bell is. It's Mark Bell's younger brother, or older brother, sorry. Right. Don't want to get that mixed up. Um, but Chris Bell put up something. Yeah, Mark listens, so he'll, he'll let me know if uh, if we screw it up. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, so, no. And he I sent have me a pair been... of those slingshot briefs, so I don't have to squat. Has he really? No, I'm just kidding. I, I was like, man, <laughs> I hate you. Because um, I've been following the two of those guys forever. Actually, I would say those two guys are the big reasons I got into powerlifting. Um God, you know, I wish the bigger, I, stronger, faster was the what was um, this, the, the old podcast? The, it wasn't was it the Powercast? Was yeah, it the, the Powercast or the Powercast? I, I missed the Powercast. Yeah, me too. Um, but that's we digress. You know, those two guys, <laughs> those guys got me into powerlifting. Like Chris they, Bell is the reason I started powerlifting. They put out a documentary about drugs, and you were like, "I'm in." Well, n- well, so <laughs> no, not necessarily that, but it gave me an understanding of right, like. You, if you are willing to, like, I'm not pushing drugs on anybody. I never will. But it gets to a point where you have to be, like, to be the best you want to be, you got to be right. If you're, be if you're to chasing it. human performance potential for you, right, and you've gone as far as you can without it, then you can still push a little further if you want. Not saying do it. Not saying don't. But I get the thought process. Right. And so he put out, um, Chris Bell put out a really cool mashup post of Arnold from when he was on the Generation Iron Pot or the movie yep. where he's talking about how great this country is and how he came over here from Austria, Austria not Australia. Big difference. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Austria back in the 50s, post-World War II. Right. Where they were part of the, they were on, going to be part of communism. Right. So, so he left, he left communism and... Uh, came over to this country and he is talking about how great it was, and, and how and the how, freedom and how it let yep. him do what he wanted, and, and how, that was how awesome. when he became a citizen, he basically wore an American flag every single day for a long time, and he would never forget the day that he he became an American citizen. So let's fast forward 50, 30 years. It's been a long time. Living in California will do that to you. Living in California, governor of the so, California. So it was interesting because when he became governor, at first I feel like he was still a little bit that way. But then yeah. after about a year into his, his governor thing, he, yeah. he he's kind of been like pushing more, well, more and left so in general. The thing that people are saying is Brian Shaw took his words, Arnold Schwarzenegger's words, and they were out of context. And... I don't know who did, did the you, hell actually listened to that did interview. Did you watch the whole interview? I've watched the whole interview. Okay, I no, did too. His his words were not out of context. That was not a gross overreaction. So it was totally justified. So he 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 did say those words. Yes. The couple sent the rest of the paragraph after those words I think is relevant. Right. 
Um, cause I think it, it pulled it back a little bit. He was like, he was like, basically like, yes, you have the freedom to do what you want in this country, but you also have a responsibility not to like put other people in danger. And I agree with that. Yes. But where's that danger at though? How, ex- how much of a danger thank you. is it thank actually? You. So I saw, but, it, but in the end thing. he basically said like, Hey, uh, it, it is your responsibility to restrict your freedom, which I don't necessarily disagree with. But, but I feel like, God, I feel like it was so like just playing to like the audience he was speaking to at that moment. He shouldn't have said it like that by any means. I mean, I mean, and you know, I and I sent you this text, and I because I sent you a couple uh, Redcon ones pulled out of the Arnold officially. Right, the Arnold isn't until March. I'm not going. Are you going? Oh my god, yeah, I'm going. Are you you're going to go to the Arnold? Yeah. Really? I mean, I I don't know, maybe my opinion will change, but I at the the way things stand right now, um I'm not going. And I definitely respect that. It, for people who are super offended by what Arnold said, and and don't get me and wrong. And I'm not like super offended, but I'm not supporting it. Don't get me wrong, like it, I when someone says screw your freedom, I pull out, I, you know, I got my gun and I'm like, hm, make me Right, you know, and so because <laughs> um, because that's that's so on. It is a super un American thing to say, right. and I get he he, uh, you know, kind of explained his words a little bit right after that, and then in a further article that he wrote later, he kind of like walked it back a little bit, right? But like, dude, this is America, man, you we're got based on freedom and individual responsibility. Yep. Screw freedom and individual responsibility. Yeah, I just, I mean, yeah, good luck. I mean, I am I am also fully vaccinated, yeah. and like. I think people should probably get the vaccination. I've kind of backpedaled my stance on the vaccine, but also individual freedom, individual liberty. You have no right to tell me masks like, like this shit is not a thing anymore. Like what they, what they have going on in Australia right now is a fucking joke. Yeah. Like that's cute. Do that here in the States. And if it ever gets locked down to that point, like what they're trying to do over there, dude, you couldn't do it here in this country. The thing that the government doesn't realize is we have more guns than they have. Well, not not even that. Oh. I, I mean, that's true. It's very true. But like, especially since especially we gave, after we lo- we just lost like billions since, of dollars in guns in Afghanistan. Yeah, Jesus I, Christ, I was totally guys! About to say, I'm like, especially because especially I can't even speak right. <laughs> especially because we just gave all our guns to the to no the kidding. Um, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't even want to go into no, that. No, I'm over it. There was no American interest there. I should have smashed and grabbed and got out. That was, that was yeah, and that's yeah. We don't give a shit about warlords in Africa. Why do we care about ones in Afghanistan? Yeah, no. That we thought there was oil there. Hi, hi, I'm Dan. I'm a libertarian. We should have lots of walls and lots of guns and tell people to stay out. Man, and I am a very you know, I the and, older and, I get, the more then, I become more libertarian. But and, I'm still and then and then very also conservative. And then also not go over there and do shit. Right. Like I'm, I'm like damn near an isolationist over man, here. Man, you know what? We're not, we're not America. We're not the world's police force. The world did not fucking pay for us to be yeah. over there. Which man, that you know was what? a huge thing I didn't like about Bush. He's like, he's like, no, democracy has to bloom everywhere. Nope. I'm like, nope. Dude, we, there's some places it ain't gonna work. We tried they ain't that. Ready for the, it. We tried that in the '80s with Reagan. Like, I love Reagan, um, but basically, we have been trying to install democracies. All over the world for the past like forty fucking years, and it's not working. Yeah, at places where it's like hasn't existed for thousands of years. And yeah, you're, and you're, you're like, yeah, it's gonna, they're gonna get this in like a year. Like it's just not, it's not yeah. even, it's just not in the paradigm of thought yet. Once it gets in the paradigm of thought, right, they can fight for it. Right, or, or I don't maybe need ask, to. but like, <laughs> no, and and like, and of course we're digging into it. And my <laughs> my opinion is, 
my I have lost friends over there. And I literally sent, I think I sent you the picture, yeah. or I put it on my Instagram, and it was this little clip art of someone talking to their dad, or their, their the parent, right? and to a gravestone, and said, I'm sorry. And I'm like, that's why I'm pissed, because I have friends who have lost friends over there, like, right. I have friends who are never going to be the same, well, because and, they were over there. And honestly, man, like, I almost joined the military so many times. Right. I was, like, 19 when, when, uh... 9-11 happened. Yeah, um, so, if I wasn't playing football in college, I was in the military. Right, and, and I was, I almost did, but then, like, it's stuff like this, and me being like, I'm not over there to fight some stupid politician's war yeah. that doesn't actually matter. I'll tell you what I would get involved in is, is you know, a local, you know, someone's invading us. Okay, let's all grab our shit and oh my God. bodies and bags. That is, that is like... I, I, I'm all I mean, about defense of our nation. I'm not about going over and doing crap in other nations. Yeah, no, if... if <laughs> Especially if there's no American value to it. Right, like, yeah, and I, I think there are a lot of Americans that are the same way. Um, arguably, we have, you know, they... What is it? Statistically, China has the largest military in the world, but we have the largest untrained, unofficial military in the world. Like... Millions of people with tons of guns. What is our gun? I don't, so even, I, it's, I don't uh, even know what our gun ratio here it, in the country is. More than there are hands. More than there are hands, <laughs> and it's also not an accurate statistic because yeah, there's <laughs> people build their own guns. People buy them at gun shows. Like shit, I, illegal I bought, firearms. I, I, I bought one of my firearms from a sheriff's deputy in a parking lot because private transfer is a thing in Indiana. Yep, it is. <laughs> and that's not tracked. Nope. I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying it is. Right. And 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 that's the thing is like and that's probably why no no country's dumb enough to invade us. I mean, they, I mean think about all other nations. What other country has such cultural diversity, such geographic diversity? Well, and I tell you what, man, the None. second amendment is why we will never be invaded. Yeah. I mean, you know, you want to invade a country where 300 million people have like more than one gun have like 500 million guns yeah i mean my my parents neighbors when covid hit last year oh my god yes you told me holy shit he spent 10 grand on gun on on ammunition right like i kid you not now people like him probably probably have like 20 guns he has 15 you know it's making up for like (laughs) when so i was on a phone call with my dad and my phone dropped because i was wi-fi calling and didn't know i would say probably half of every like yeah. pick the adults in America, half of them have a firearm. I've got one. At least one. And I was still like, where's my go? Like, if shit hits right. the fan, I've got <laughs> three different like safe house locations where I am I can barricade myself from people and protect my property or protect myself, but also be have access to food, firearms, mm-hmm. like I'm not a doomsday or by any means. Like I'm not a crazy doomsday <laughs> I got, prepper, but like, I got I got a year's worth of food that won't that right. has a shelf life of 25 years sitting back here. Right, like <laughs> I am by no means a doomsday prepper, but I also don't trust anybody more than I can throw them. And I'm a relatively strong person, I, but no, I have like I have no. like two guns and I have a crossbow because you'll run out of ammo. But I can right. always get that bolt well, back. So yeah, and that was always my uh, my <laughs> thing in the in the event of an apocalypse or whatever the hell you want to call it is. So which is first? Which is more important? Protecting your shit or getting supplies? Well, if you already have a year's worth of supplies, it's a pretty easy answer, right? So, but like, what? So, say shit hits the fan today. Okay. What is your plan of attack? Are you thinking okay? 
do I need to stockpile and, uh, you know, somehow get more firearm, more personal protection, or do I need to go start chasing down food? So here's my thought. I think stockpiling either probably isn't ideal because if you're talking like apocalypse, if you have the largest stockpile of food in the neighborhood, who am I robbing? You are the target. Uh-huh. I think, you know, getting some ammo and having some skills is probably way more so, important. So, yeah, that's my I promise. Thing. I promise if it's between feeding my family or robbing you. My I'm family's a, getting fed. I'm a nice guy, but my family's getting fed. Well, and that's now, I'll invite thing. you along, and we can be like, we can form a little town. We can be a posse. But, like, if you got food and you ain't coming to hang... Sorry. Right. No, uh, that's why I went. I was wondering if you were going to, I was like, I know. I mean, I'm the same way. Like push come to shove. My shit's more important than your shit. Like if I have to, did you ever watch walking dead? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the scenario I'm like trying to like play out. Walking dead scenario. And here's, and here's what, here's what I think will happen in this country. You'll have people on the outskirts doing their thing, being independent like they are right now. Right? Like you go out, we're in Lafayette, Indiana. You go 10 miles out into the country. It's a dude on a farm. He's got an outbuilding. He's got guns. Like he'll be fine. Right. But if you're talking about city folk, you're going to have the criminals like you always do because they're criminals now when there is society. Right. Everyone else, I feel like we'll do a good job of coming together and building a community and staying safe in numbers. Like, I feel like that that's reality. And I feel like that's actually a pretty nice sentiment because. You, you see all Apocalypse Now kind of movies and things like that, and it's like everybody turns into fucking bandits, and there's like one town, but then it gets overrun by people. I just don't think that'd be the I case. Don't, I don't think our society is that busted. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I think we got some issues as a society, but I, I agree. I don't think we're that busted that if I think society people, took a shit. Like, I mean, you live in a little subdivision. Right. Like, society takes a shit. I would wager that y'all aren't going to like... We're going to email the HOA. We're right. going to be like, hey, let's have a meeting. Yeah, no, I, f- I, like, I feel like you guys... We're going to get on that Facebook group and be like, all right, who's got ammo? Who, like, can, yeah. who can build walls to our subdivision? Like, we're let's, super let's get this well, shit done. We're super well adjusted. And, <laughs> and we, and we have, need a rating party. Right. Like, 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 I mean, you got like you got your ticker of like to-do list, you know? Yeah. And I feel like as a society, we could come together and it wouldn't be a bunch of individual little shits with tons of guns. Right. Because honestly, the, off my property. the individual little shits that are or out trying to cause trouble, I don't think they'd survive. Because what would happen if no. we knew there was three people running around and we're post-apocalypse and we have uh, the city-state of Fairmont subdivision or whatever my subdivision's called. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure to be like, hey, there's three fuckers out there. There's ten of us. Shoot we got all these sight. guns. Let's find them. Let's take care of them. And let's be happy people again. Right. Like, I feel like morals will get more gray. We'll see We'll see what true people are. But I think as a society, we would we would pick up the pieces much faster than people think it is. Well, Obviously, I, we're going to lose a think, lot of our technology, which right. is not going to make me sad. Oh, dude, we're on a podcast right now. Come on, dude. Okay, yeah, but I can live without, like, my phone. Fair. If, like, like I mean, could you, like, if the world ended, could you live without GPS? Well, no, you can't, because you're a fucking terrible <laughs> I wouldn't driver. go anywhere. I'd you just, would never uh, go anywhere. <laughs> but, wander around aimlessly. But, like, I mean, I truly, I mean, Facebook and, and Instagram and YouTube and all the streaming services, they're cute. But I have a stockpile of DVDs. Right. No, like, one, no one needs TikTok. Like, I don't need my iPhone. Yeah. Like, if I have to put 
put put in paper, like save money, I can get rid of the iPhone. Right. I can go to a flip phone. I need it for. I feel like if the world ends, money won't matter anymore. Right. Because it's collapsed at that point. Right. But. Yeah, that might need to happen. <laughs> good talk, man. Right, that, man. That, that was, was a fun. that was so a we, good little. We got political and pissed just off like, half of our. Uh, we didn't piss off half our people because honestly, if you're in the lifting community, I feel like there's a lean toward the right anyway. Right. Not that there aren't people on the left. I know there are. I have lots of friends that are. Yeah, me too. Um, shit, you're dating one, right? And she's cool. She's great. But- <laughs> I, makes me the happiest goddamn person in the world. Jesus fuck. Um. Shit, my fiance is too. Yeah, and she's well, cool. Right. Well, and you know what's crazy is we still hadn't even talked about the Arnold. We literally went oh, yeah. way over. So back to let's, yeah, let's, let's cir- circle <laughs> back to circle the wagons for a second. <laughs> Put me on track. Yeah, let's circle back to the Arnold because we were starting to talk about you know if you're going, I'm not going to go probably the way it sits. Um, Redcon <laughs> one has officially pulled out. Brian Shaw obviously pulled out. Um, Do you see all that shit about Redcon one's founder though? And they're like, oh yeah, let's bait and switch this kind of thing because he's kind of a shitty person too at least from the things i was I well didn't, so you I didn't and I, look into it you and i've had that conversation about it um i know redcon one from a business standpoint and redcon one doesn't get my business because their business model is pretty shitty now well, i read something about like stolen bauer like he's not really a military guy I, I don't know there's some weird shit out there yeah. i don't know if any of that's true i don't either but it's a supplement company i honestly don't care enough to look into it no you know, but I, I respect and I, I support the fact that they were they saw that yeah. behavior and they're like, no, we don't want to support that. So Which my hell, qu- your money, your choice, all right? good, man. My question, so my question for you, and I texted you this a couple days, a week ago, actually, mm-hmm. is what do you think the Arnold will look like 2022? Do you think more companies are going to pull out or do you think it'll no. just, or do you think it'll just be Redcon 1 isn't there? Because Redcon, Redcon 1 is a... Big, so big, big, Bang big was their was their huge player back in the day, right? And then Bang came out of it. Then it was Rain. You can look at World's Strongest Man. It was Metrics World's Strongest Man forever. Then it was Commerce World's Strongest Man. Now right. it's something else. Like someone else has come in. Because here's the thing. Here's the beauty of capitalism. If there is a demand for a product, and there is money to be made at an expo, people will be there to make money and to demand product. And there, there, I feel like if there was like three other things throughout the year that were at that, like you can talk about the Olympia, you can talk about Europa, they're not the Arnold Classic when you just talk about volume of people and volume of products. Well, do you think that this is opening, like, I think that was the question I asked you, do you think it's going to open the door for something to kind of step in? I mean, I think it could. Um, for me... Do you think there would be a replacement event? I, I don't think there... It, no time soon will there be anything because I, I had said. Well, it. do you think Shaw's going to use this as a opportunity to kind of push the Shaw Classic? Which I think that'd be a good a good call. I think it'd be great. Um, honestly, you know so what? Like, is he, is from he a competing? De- so if he's competing in his own competition, no, that's no, no, bad. no, no. He he is, and it's uh, fine. He I doesn't. Like he it. doesn't. He doesn't take the money. If he oh, does. he doesn't. Okay, he gives it to like the next person, person? down or okay. whatever. Because um, he won last year. Yeah. Plus, it's home turf. It's in Colorado. He's well, going to have the one with the lungs. Well, so anyway. that's what I was getting ready to say. So, destination wise, okay, you got Columbus versus Colorado. Columbus, Ohio, is a shithole city. Yeah. Whereas I, Colorado is like one of the Colorado's most beautiful fun. fucking states I've ever been yeah. to, and it's so much better. Like, don't like uh, whatever your political views are of Colorado. 
it doesn't matter. Colorado is a completely different city. I mean, it's, or it's, state. Like, it's like California. California, right? Especially Southern California, Northern California. Anywhere in California is pretty fucking right. Picturesque. Like good locations to Colorado's host like that big, in, yep. big name like things. So, like, if you're looking for like a destination, that's not a bad spot to host events. Plus, it's it's pretty centrally located to the country. Um, I know we think Ohio is like Midwest, but it's 16 hours from there to South Dakota, and from South Dakota to Washington is like another. 12 so it's right. so not in the middle of the country yeah. colorado's more in the middle like you can drive to colorado 16 hours from here yeah and it's um, it, yeah and it's not that know. bad it, i mean i made with, the drive the drive with, is a bitch but i could do it with I'll do it planes again. i guess it doesn't matter a whole lot right <laughs> we're, we're from the midwest so we drive everywhere well, like so freaking weirdos i had a thing this week i had a, a dentist appointment and dude i'm vaccinated one of the main reasons i did it is so i didn't have to wear a damn mask exactly Indiana's pretty cool about it. I had uh, I entered Walmart and they said something about it, and then the other person next to him was like, "They're like, hey, we asked their people wear masks," and I was like, "You asking or are you requiring?" The other person said, "Oh no, we're not requiring. We're just, you know, advising." I'm like, "Okay," and that's fine. They can do that. It's a business. Do what you want. Um, even if they said required, I'd be like, "Okay," and then I'd go shop somewhere else. But right. Um, that is your right as an American. That's part so, of why so America had, and capitalism is kind of great. I had a dentist appointment, and it kind of sucks because my insurance is only good through the end of this month because <laughs> I don't have a job anymore. Um, so I was like, sweet, we'll get this done. It'll be good. But they were, like, requiring masks. And I was like, hold on. So I'm in the, the common area with a mask on, right? If I decide to go in, I called them. It's like, hey, I saw you guys are requiring masks, so I'm not going to do it. And she's like, oh, yeah, just in the common area. I'm like, so do you have a different ventilation system for the rest of the office? Cause no. Because like, he's going to look at my teeth, right? Well, yeah, if you don't have a mask, we can give you one. I'm like, yeah, but if he's going to look at my teeth, my mask going to be off, right? She's like, yeah. I'm like, so different ventilation system or same ventilation system in the office? Right, like, so what's the point? That's like having a peeing area in a swimming pool. Oh fuck! I saw that. Like you posted that last night. I <laughs> started so, chuck. Like I giggle at that shit because true. it's so fucking true. It's or or I love this one. This one is so annoying for me. And every time I see it, I say it. I've been saying it louder and louder to see if someone's gonna say anything to me. Mm-hmm. So you got a husband and wife going to the grocery store. Husband doesn't wear a mask. Wife wears a mask everywhere. So I get it. Like the wife might be like immunocompromised or whatever. But, like, y'all walking through, um, I don't know, disinfectant as you come into your home. Like, like where? how do you protect yourself from cross-contamination? Like, if he gets it, right. you're, you're guaranteeing she's going to get it because you guys don't walk around with a mask in your house. That's like right. I see people all the time walking around in public with a mask. And I will say, so are you just a fucking afraid to breathe fresh air? Because that's what you look like. Because if you're just going to walk around and with a mask all the time well, and, I and think, be afraid of fresh air, then that's fine, man. So, Good fucking go away. So and as annoyed as I am when I see someone in a car with their mask on by themselves, here's, here's the thing. It, I have some sympathy for it, too. Because, like, I, I understand the extreme mixed messaging. Oh, so it, it, so I understand... If the CDC, who is the Center for Disease Control, who's supposed to be, like, doing health shit. Well, the not, CDC not and the Mayo politics. Clinic don't agree anymore right now currently with exactly. the uh, with the vaccines and all that shit. They don't agree. So who do you follow? So I agree. So half the population would follow the data from the actual 
unaffiliated with the government science thing, yeah. half the people think the government has the answer. And it's because the government says nonstop that they have the answer. So I understand the mixed messaging. And, and I'm not, I'm not going to shit on anyone for wearing a mask. No, and you and you it, should because it's their fucking right. It, I think it's stupid. Wear a but, mask, dude. I'm not going to tell you it's, not to wear it. I'm just going to think you're stupid. Get vaccinated. Don't get vaccinated. It's your freedom to do what you want. But uh, uh, it's just such a mess, man. I will tell you, I will not go to the Arnold if they're requiring masks. Oh well, then you're probably not going to the Arnold. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Ohio's holy Same. shit. Ohio's fucked. At one point, there there was a Twitter twin trend. Wow, twinned. <laughs> Tweety Bird right there. Um and they were wanting to impeach the governor. Oh my god. Like Good. you know how Indiana was like 100% open? They were still under curfews. Yeah. My best crazy. friend lives in Colorado or in in uh Cincinnati and he's like, "Dude, it's a fucking shit show here." Motherfucker, I live here. I'm sorry. This you, is you're, awkward. Or my apologies, sorry, coach. Sorry. My apologies. My my. He's he's also. I've known him for what a decade now. It's okay, you're allowed. You're allowed to have a best friend. I'm allowed to have multiple best friends. Aw, thanks, buddy. Because well, I there's enough of me to go around, and I'm a loving person. Perfect. Right. All right. So your buddy, your buddy lives over. Yeah. There. So he lives out in Ohio, and he's like, dude, this is a fucking joke. Like Indiana was basically open. They were still having their curfews, mask rules. He's there. They overcorrect so bad. Well, no. And I feel like because they had their mask mandate like two months longer than Indiana did. We've had we've had enough time and enough data at this point to where we should be able to make. Like, I mean, people have Google. So that's so, my so thing. Here, like, Use, if, do if, your own critical thinking. Yeah, that's my formulate thing. your like, own opinions like just, on it. Like, take the information that's given to you. I don't care if it's from, like, the super crazy people on the right that are far right that are like, that are like, ah, oh, vaccines, vaccines are bad. Vaccines are going to, the vaccines or, or are going to give you a people, chip. the super people on the other side that are like, oh, my God, I need 57 boosters, too, and we should all stay in our homes again. Like, wherever you're getting your information, because it's coming from one or the other. It's, right. It's not coming from the middle. No, there's the, no middle the ground. The middle does not have a voice. No. You are either looking at far left media voice or you're looking at far right media voice. There's no in between, which is crazy. And right? it's so unfair. But we're all adults. We should be able to go, hmm, here's some information. Well, man, I guess if masks are super mandatory, who hasn't had masks? Oh, I heard Florida's horrible because they don't have masks. Well... I bet I could look up, I don't know, death rates and stuff that's happening right now based on states. Oh, it doesn't seem to correlate at all. So, like, yeah, that's my thing. It's like, <laughs> just, just, so, be a fucking advocate for yourself. Yeah. Use your brain. Don't just do stuff without question. Like, and the trick is, obviously, I'm not trying to say don't be an anarchist. It's like, it's use just, your brain. It's easier to be a follower because it doesn't require using... Critical thinking. I'm not going to say using your brain because that's like I feel like that can be taken wrong. I'm not. I saying guess that's you're, true. I'm not saying you're dumb if you side on one side or the other. I'm just saying like, how did you get there? Did you get there because someone told you and you're right. just like okay? Well, or did you get there because someone told you something and you either confirmed or ver- you either verified it or or I'm dumb and can't think of the other word. Either verified it or disproved it based on data that you can easily find right it's I think not there's a like huge it's difference there. it's not like it's like you know 20 years ago where we could we didn't have this thing called the world wide web where we could just fact check shit like yeah. 
God, fucking fact checking shit, man. I'll tell you what, Facebook fact checkers can go jump off a fucking bridge because I can literally post screenshots of statistics and Facebook is like, ooh, this has been incorrect. I'm like, according to who? I'm like, it's, it's, from this the- is literally right here, man. This is this from, is, this, is, this from- is from the Mayo Clinic. And this one is from the CDC. Yeah, like <laughs> they have pulled down CDC posts that don't fit Facebook's narrative. Yeah, like Which, so the other that's a problem. Another fun thing to look at is Facebook's not usage number, but Facebook's um, active. Yeah, Facebook's active num active members right now. Oh boy, it's real low. They are shooting themselves in the foot by taking sides on this stuff. Yeah, and 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 so because it was a problem during the 2016 election. I had to remember when Trump got elected. Damn, I'm old. Yeah, it was an issue during the 2016 election. It was an ele- it was an issue during his entire presidency. Towards the very it's still end, still an issue right now because conservative like, like people were looking at this shit like, whoa, why does why is why is this truly <laughs> like I love look one sided? I right. love how we're lifters right. and we're talking Pause. politics. Pause. Oh my God. Cause I know we're f- pretty much on the same side of issues in general. We both definitely lean right. Right. And, uh, we just spent like 20 minutes just bitching about politics. And, uh, let's, let's, let's remember this podcast is about lifting and movies. Right. Can we talk about a movie? <laughs> Holy shit. Did you watch the new Suicide Squad? I did. What did you think? So let me give you a little history. The first Suicide Squad. Loved it. Loved it. I thought it was extremely well done. I thought the storyline was pretty cool. I thought the acting was awesome. I thought the writing was pretty good. Right. Harley Quinn was amazing. Margot Robbie, man. DC has hit a gold mine with her, Margot Robbie. Her and Aquaman are like the two characters that people just like. Well, and you can't fuck up Jason Momoa. Yeah. Jason Momoa is like the rock we just, when it comes to movies. Just, he, everything he touches is good. We just watched the, uh, he just put a Netflix movie out. Yep. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's always in yeah. good movies. I so, mean, great. So first Suicide Squad, awesome. Will Smith was in it. I don't know if you remember that. I do. He was Deadshot. Yeah, I he was Deadshot. Heck yeah. Yeah. So, so very. I, I really liked the first one, and then uh, Birds of Prey came out. Great movie. Also, I, really liked. I it. I liked it, but you could see it start to you could, trend yeah. a little more preachy. Gra- well. Or do you think? Or do you think? I just feel like you could you could see it trending to a little more like shock value. Yeah, like over the top gratuitous violence for like a little point. Much and 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 it was good. Like I I liked it. I I am I'm not someone who hates on like the girl power movies. Like when they redid Ghostbusters, hey, I like the old one better because like shit, that's what I grew up with, and Bill Murray is amazing. But for what it was, I thought the the all girl one was decent. I thought people knee-jerked a little hard against it. I have a daughter. I like her seeing empowered women in movies. Right. So, Birds of Prey, let's fucking go. I was in. Um, but still, I could kind of sense that little, like, they're trying to push the limits in a weird direction on this movie. Right. They're, like, make it all bright and colorful, but yeah. just, like, it's like, um, oh, God. Adam, did you ever watch the original Batman with Adam West? Yes. How it was bright, colorful, and yes. like over the top cartoony. And, and I get so DC is so Marvel has its groove, right? DC can't find a vein. They, exactly, they I, have I think no idea what their identity was because I mean, you look I think at that's the issue. DC movies historically have been super duper dark, right? And anytime they try to make it like fun or comedic wise, they 
they just missed the mark every time. Look at um, now. Why was Aquaman so successful? Uh, I mean, I it Jason felt, Momoa was so Jason good. Momoa was good, but if you look at the coloring, it was mm-hmm. light. It, it it looked, it felt, and looked like a Marvel movie, right? And it was written that's why well. it worked. And you know what? People like the Marvel movies. Yeah. People don't like dark and dreary unless it's a moody broody thing. As well, a superhero thing, just I mean, I don't mind it. I but, like the moody broody. Like, give me my Batman. Like, right? Like, which? But if you're talking yeah. about general moviegoer, it just doesn't sell as well. No. <laughs> um, and, and, and that's kind of the sense I got from this, the new Suicide Squad movie is they were just like, it, it was not good. Like, let me yeah, just be honest. I wanted to like I it. I really did. And, and I watched and I, it and I'm like, and I liked, can you guys I liked just, parts of it. Yeah. There were, the, there were parts of it that were kind of good, but it was just like, can you guys pick a genre? Like, are you trying to go comedy <laughs> or are we trying to do action right. movie? And not even action. Like, I like action movies, and I like, yeah. like, gratuitous violence, whatever, but I thought it was way too much, and I thought it was gratuitous for the sake of that. I, I agree. I, it was too much, and I'm not a dude that shies away from, from graphic violence if it makes sense. I just think there's, like, a good way to do violence and, like, a shock value too much way to do violence, and that's 100% the direction they went. Well, so, because I feel like... <laughs> Arguably one of my favorite superhero movies is Deadpool. Like, Deadpool is... Ryan Reynolds just does it. Dude, and it's pretty graphically violent. Right, but it's also funny. But... Yeah. It, and I think DC is trying to capture that because this was an R-rated right. movie. I, it and definitely... I think DC... Because that's what I felt. It was very, let's go try and recreate Deadpool. They're trying to make Harley Quinn Deadpool, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. And you know what? She could. Yeah. A good writer could. Yeah. I mean, Birds of Prey, they were... I mean, they were flirting with a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. They're totally trying to carbon copy Deadpool um, as with a, Harley with Quinn a, with a female character, which is fine. Which is fine, but but she she has had some solo act comic books, but she definitely she, at she her always core, is a sidekick. Her, at she her is core, not she is a not main a main character. Yep. She is Joker's sidekick, but also, and we got to remember, she's not that old. Deadpool's right. pretty damn old. In the in the grand scheme of things, Harley Quinn started out in the nineties, late nineties, early two thousands. Um, yeah, her first comic book appearance isn't. She's not more than twenty some twenty five years old. Yeah, and as Deadpool far as comic, was, in, was an X Force back in the day. Yeah, yeah, so Dead. I mean, Deadpool's been around for a well, while, and, and so it's interesting. I feel like Deadpool two. I kind of felt similar where I was like, ah, it's just a bit much. Like they pushed it, they yeah. pushed it, but it was still. And real it's good. funny. So I I found myself. But maybe it's just because I I'm found myself with Ryan Reynolds. I found myself in Deadpool two, and I found myself in. Uh, the Suicide Squad movies, like laughing because I'm like, ooh, they're trying to be funny here, so I should laugh. But then on the inside being like, Ugh. did you remember that show Mr. Pickle? Oh, God damn it. That movie, that show. Man. Identical. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the same concept. It's just like, I mean, I think Mr. Pickle was made to be, you're supposed to watch that on acid, I'm pretty sure. It's, like, it's like over the top violent, but like trying to be funny, and you yeah. kind of laugh, like you're like, they're trying to be funny, I'm supposed to laugh here, so I laugh, but on the inside you're like, I feel dirty. Right, yeah, no, Mr. That's Pickle's how I felt weird. with Suicide Squad. Yeah, that that's a pretty good analogy, yeah. I And honestly, with, with like some of Deadpool 2, I felt like that too. Right, and I am, I mean, I will always pick DC over Marvel. Every time I prefer DC. And <clears throat> you know what? HBO Max, great because they've got all the DC co- movies on there. 
Dude. Almost all of them. And I will see recommend. everyone shit on the original Justice League. I kind of liked it. It was decent. Um, it is decent. I will say one my favorite. But DC has figured out how to do series, TV series. Yes. From their animated to the tight. I grew up watching Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Like not not that bullshit. Whatever the hell they have on Cartoon Network that people fucking hate but kids love. It's just dumb. But they made a Titans movie. Or Titans series with like Nightwing and Robin, and like it's good. Hold on. Like, if you want a good DC series, that's the one to go. It's also got Thad Castle in it. The guy who played uh, Thad Castle is in it um, from Blue Mountain State. Hmm. And um, I'm sorry, anytime you put that man in a movie or a show, I That's like good. that. Yeah, I mean, he's a good actor, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's very mm. good. Um, and I highly recommend that if you got Have 45 you minutes to Have you paid attention today. to the couple Marvel movies coming out soon? Oh, man. I'm the Shang, Shang-Chi? Or that I'm stoked for. The, the Ten Rings. The Ten Rings. Awesome. Great. The Eternals. The Eternals. Oh, man. I am excited Have about that Have you started watching What If? So, yeah. So I I, let, I've only watched the first one episode. I let, after Loki was done, I stopped my um, Disney Plus, and then the first episode of What If came out, and I watched it. It was the Agent Carter as Captain America, and the second one's out, and I went to click it, and my yeah. membership's gone now. So I haven't watched the second one. What would you think of Agent Carter? It was good. Did I you like it? It. I, I, it was okay. I need to revisit it, because I was... It wasn't great. It was It was okay. Like, I'll watch it. I think it was good, but... It, I think they're looking for filler material right. until the movies come out. And right. what is a great... As totally a, comic, a great thing, because it's an entire comics, comic series. The, one of the best. I, like, they have, I read a ton of those growing They have up. zombies. Like yep. They have a zombie version of the like What If world. I mean, basically all it is is that we're going down to different, Earth, different Earths um, multiverse theory, right. and we're playing out different roles. And it, it I is, like it. So it's like when... A TV show can't think of stuff to do, but they still have like a couple more episodes to fill out. So th- in the middle, they throw in one of those like someone got hit by a car and they're dreaming in a coma, and it's just weird shit. Fucking Archer, man. Yes, Archer's like last four seasons. <laughs> I like it though. Um, it's so, yeah, it's totally just what if is is filler work well, while they get their and other stuff. I don't together. feel like I'm tied down to a series. That's what I like about it. Yeah, I can jump in and out. Oh, I don't really want to learn about Captain America, but they're doing this zombie version. I don't even know right. what this new one is, but like I can jump in, pick. I don't have to go episode one, episode two. Yeah, I can you can go, go episode, out of order, and it's yeah, totally okay. and I don't get get all dysregulated and yep. lose stuff. Well, and see, I like the serial. Like I like the how you. I almost like series better than the movies because you got ten hours to flush out this epic story instead of two. Right there was what what series? I was literally oh I'm watching uh, Snowpiercer. Right now on HBO Max. And Snowpiercer is a movie, and it's a book. Um, and I'm watching it right now, and I've, I'm obviously a couple seasons behind because it's been out for a while. But I'm just, like, thinking to myself, wow, we are stretching this book really long. <laughs> That's the same with um, and Man in the High Castle. I thought it was a series. I was under the impression it's a book series. It's just a singular book. And they just are stretching it and out. They're and they're it's like five, six seasons long. Wow. I'm like, <sighs> so, I, I mean, I've started. It's good, but I kind of look at it like 
All right, what, we're 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 gonna just start talking in circles, right? Because the I mean, I'm only on like the second third season, but I'm already feeling like we're it's just repetitive talking in circles, and I'm very disappointed mm. because for those of you who don't <laughs> I've know, heard good things about that. Man in the High Castle is I mean, the concept is interesting as hell. It's yeah. an alternate reality Nazis win. where yeah, the U.S. fucks up and we don't drop the bomb on Russia or Japan. Yeah, we don't bomb Japan and. Um, we get nuked by the Germans. The Germans get the A-bomb before we do. They fuck us up. We lose the war. Wow. It's an interesting concept because uh, on the surface, you're like, there's no way in hell hell that the U.S. could win, lose World War II. Well, yeah, because we dropped the bomb. Right. So <laughs> the thing is, is what we don't realize is we, <laughs> we had Hitler not invaded uh, Russia – we would have lost that war. Oh, my God, yeah. Because Hitler lost, like, half his army when he decided, ooh, we're going to go fuck with the Soviets yeah. and invade a country that you can never invade. Yep. Like, pay attention to your history, people. Don't invade Russia. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. work. And so, had Hitler not too invaded... Too much land. Well, too much land is cold as shit. Yeah. There ain't shit there. Um, aside from badass lifters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, truthfully, if you if you looked at it, I mean, we could have just as easily lost that war. Like, right. Like, the Nazis could have easily won that war. And this is an entire different world. Because we we, we just, we could have fucked that up bad. Because Winston Church, like, it was bad. It was getting real bad in 44, 45, before right. we marched into Berlin. Um, when they were doing that Blitzkrieg stuff, and man, yeah, they when they were when they were took doing... Took all of Europe in one fell swoop. Pretty yeah, much right they, uh, I mean, London was, was teetering. Um... Good lord! If the I think I think the thing is is we entered the war too late. I think that's the yeah. premise of the man in the high castle is we entered the war too late because Europe was already lost. And I think it's this is the what happens when you have an isolationist mentality. And that's I think true. that's what that, that yeah is, that's exactly that what it is. was. And fact checkers, please correct me in the comments section if I am incorrect. Um, All right, I'm gonna pa- we I'm gotta gonna, I'm gonna pause. We're not finishing up, but. Because I definitely have one other topic that I want to shit talk about. Um, but thank you all for listening. Yeah, you guys made gonna, it this far. We're going to do some 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 ad work here. So be sure you guys are following us at Meathead Chatter on Instagram. At Strongman underscore Dan is me on Instagram. At PSAC16 is Preston on Instagram. And oh my God, go over to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Meathead Chatter. And you can sign up if you like what we're doing to support us as little as five bucks, as much as 30. If you want some programming, which we do have our first partaker of L programming. Do we really? We do a strongman person. I forget their name cause I'm a dork, but, uh, good big shout out to them. I, mean. I got, I got that program up and I got it. I got it sent yesterday. So I'm just saying, cause I've done art, your strongman programming, um, going from a person who, I mean, I'm relatively athletic, but strongman's its own. It's like a, it it's, is. It's different. Different. And it's different. coming from powerlifting, going into strongman, I am a terrible presser, absolutely terrible. And I think because of my strongman training, I added 30 pounds to my bench. We added yeah. 30 pounds. Getting the shoulder stability from overhead um, pressing is a little nuts. What it my does. deadlift went up really well because lots we were, of different back work that you're not yeah. used to. And so, like. Just saying, it's pretty good programming now. Powerlifting programming is spot on. I mean, 
Jesus Christ, if I didn't have a shit, didn't shit the bed at that meet and have some bad yeah. things go on, um, that would have been a, I don't know, 70 plus pound PR, meet PR. Yeah. Like, we should, I mean, the numbers were there, the training was there, just bad day. Well, and it's cool because that was kind of a short prep too, and it was and it was practice. And you got a good long prep coming into Worlds, so I'm super excited to see what you what you do um, and and new coach, which is cool. Yeah, no, um, um, yeah. Shout out to Chris Bridgeford. Yeah, so Chris Bridgeford's handling your programming coming into Worlds. You did uh, sets of 15 on stuff Fuck. today. <laughs> yeah, he beat my ass today, actually. So because um, he he does uh, just bit of an insight, like it was a good program, like. You know, and you and I will converse on this quite a bit. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, I'll give you a lot of the feedback that he yeah, gave I'm curious me. to see how he how he programs. I know, um, I know your your girlfriend's working with him too. Yeah, she's been um, working. So, and part of the thing that buddy of mine, Brad, has worked with him for uh, for a while. And yeah, he's had some great he, results. Um, too. He's given my girlfriend ten percent on her squat. Like nice. her squat is never like, and she has always been hit or miss with her squat, but her squat looks impeccable right now. He. She's always had a good bench. He tweaked her bench because yeah. she was having a little he bit of shoulder her, issue. Brought, her, brought grip her grip in, yep. and oh boy, um, <laughs> I don't. She's gonna build some she's triceps gonna, off she's it too, gonna, but she's gonna um, feel pretty healthy coming into it too. Which well, is and the thing, thing is, is when she signs up for her next meter, we prep her and we do a next testing thing where we see some one rep maxes. Her bench is gonna blow up. And well, she had a pretty good bench to begin with. She too. has a she's very a good bencher. bench, but she's been stuck for like a year almost two years on her bench um and it won't budge we brought her grip in and she's already so background she is i would say she is probably 15 percent stronger if she preps her bench for a one rep like nice. include not include like she brought her grip in increased her range of motion by two two inches almost right like and her bench is so good like you want to talk about a sexy close grip bench? Like, holy right. fuck. Well, and, and honestly, and this is just me being petty, but, like, I know huge arches and wide grips are totally legal, and if someone hits it like that, it counts. I'm not taking it away from it. Same thing with sumo. If you got a really wide sumo stance and the range of motion super short, like, it counts. Um, but that like, bench but arch like, isn't popular man, anymore, though. Like, like it, it's popular. Don't yeah, hang on. Let it, me rephrase that. It's... I don't think it's as prevalent now right. with elite lifters as it was. When I think that when when you good. and I like two three years ago, yeah, and I we just, talked about why. I just think benches look cooler when they're a little narrower and not quite as archy. Like I feel like your whole butt should be on the the thing, mm-hmm. not just your inner thighs and your under cheek. Right. Even though that's technically legal, I just think it looks dumb. Yeah, but your margin for error is so much greater. You, yeah. your butt, you barely got any butt touching that. Your butt tweaks a little bit. You missed it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and it's, find it's, me a 500-pound bencher with a wide grip, aside from Sean Noriega. You know, Sean Noriega <laughs> doesn't bench five, and he's yeah. got a wide grip, but like, and he's owned. Yeah, right? He's like, I'm cheating, I, but I'm using my rules. I, I belly up. I have a slight arch, but I don't have a big arch, um, and my grip isn't super wide. I'm, I'm, when I train, I'm pinkies on the ring. When I compete, I'm ring finger on the ring, so I'm right. like a, a touch wider, like maybe an inch wider than I am. But like, I don't know. I benched 500, or I did. Right. I'll, bench, still. It. I'll bench it again here yeah. in a couple months. I mean, yeah, it's the thing is like, big. You want a big bench, man? You gotta have big triceps. Big, big triceps, triceps. Big, big shoulders. shoulders. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's be real, because you get uh, you get a lot of that pec activation off the chest. Yep. Cool. Do you know what else helps you get off the chest? A little bit of leg drive. Yep. A little bit of leg drive, you get it off so you don't need your pecs as much. You need your you need some strong you need ass your triceps Latin to lock out. You need shoulder for stability and you need your triceps to finish it. And 
Shit. Yeah, that's how. I mean, we just basically told you how to grow your bench. There you go. <laughs> Lots if of laps. You guys, if you guys held on through the political stuff, you're going to be in for a treat there. Right. Jesus. Um, but yeah, so so definitely feel free to pop on Patreon and uh, get your money's worth out of that program or get your money's worth just out of, you know, hearing us talk. Right. Speaking um, of, I don't know how much more you got. I was going to say, do you want to talk about some big benches that we've got going on? So I wanted to talk about my post I made last week. Oh, about yeah. Squatting. Oh man. So yeah, actually let you know, fuck bench. Like, let's talk about this squat post because I am in the same boat as you and oh my god. I just love how you can say something and people nuts will and, misconstrue it. And the thing is is the people who were commenting and agreeing with us were the people who were good lifters. Like really good lifters. Okay, I'm, 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 gonna read, I'm gonna read the post. It's uh, I posted on Instagram. This was Monday, I think, last week. Said squatting is not a required movement in a training program unless you are a power lifter. Correct. Oh my god! Holy shit! What about the, strongman? What about CrossFit? What about Olympic weightlifting? I'm like, there was fuck there you was people. one guy on there that was like, "Well, there's always a squat in World Strongest Man." I was like, "Okay, so if you're one of the 30 people going to World Strongest Man competing the squat, right? That will be bouncing off of metal plates on the side." You should probably practice that, but you should probably practice it off of metal plates just like they do it if you're trying to be sports specific. Right. If you are a power lifter and you're doing a full power lifting meet, you should definitely squat because you have to do a squat. In general, I think you should squat. It's a good movement. I, I like What squatting. I was saying is it is not required. If you are someone who is trying to get in better shape, build some leg muscles, build a nice physique overall, Squatting is a great movement. If you hate squatting and you are not going to compete in the squat, then don't squat. There's so many ways to build your legs. Who cares? I, and that was I, all I, I was saying. No, and, and so here's the thing, because people were like, oh, man, they were like, pick a sport, and they're like, everybody squats in Olympic weightlifting. They squat in yeah, so, World's Strongest Man, and the Olympic weightlifting one is so, interesting. So Crystal McCullough called me out on that, and uh, if you guys don't know her, she actually is with Mash Elite Performance, right. who's basically the winningest, them and Cal Strength are like the two winningest teams in America. Um, she's an uh, international elite powerlifter. Right. Um, her son is Morgan McCullough, who's basically the I would say he's the best right now. Yeah, he has some youth records. He's like 17, and he clean and jerks 400. Like, he's super nice kid, super really good at weightlifting. Like, he's going to do some damage here in a couple years um, at, like, the international stage. Like, he's he's awesome. And she was like, what about weightlifting? And I was like, yeah, I could have probably put that in there. But then as I was thinking about it, I was like, no. If squat is your – if your um, leg strength is your limiting factor, okay. yeah. But if it's not, then... Olympic weightlifting is like, it not like, it is the most technical fucking thing. Well, and so my thought is, yes, you need strength through the full range of motion of the squat in Olympic Olympic weightlifting. Weightlifting is the actual name of the sport. I just say Olympic so that the rest of the world doesn't think I'm talking about curls. Right. Um, So if you do a clean and jerk in competition and you're good, you're going to catch it at the bottom in the bottom of a squat. Right. So you're getting strong in that range of motion, right? You're getting Correct. good at that range of motion. Same thing on a snatch. You're getting good at that range of motion. What if you just ran heavy fucking sleds, backward sled drags, forward sled drags, I don't know, do a leg press. Right. Do lunges. There's more than one like, way to 
squat, more than one, or more than one way to grow your legs, more than one way to skin a cat. I am not convinced you need to do a back squat or a front squat at all, as long as you are training the lifts and you are doing things to get your legs stronger in general. Squat right. is a great movement for that, but it's not a required movement. And right. here's here is old man Dan going to put his money where his freaking mouth is. Who? Wait, can we, before you go into what you're getting ready to do, so there were a oh, lot yes. of people on this post who commented and agreed with us. So there were a lot of intermediate level people in strength sports and gym bros who don't compete in any strength sports talking shit about it. Right. Now, let me let me talk about some of the people who agreed. Right. This is And then this is where y'all need to put turn your mic up and or you turn your speakers up because this is actually like, this is how you can tell like what a good lifter or a qualified so, lifter who are qualified coaches. So, so versus one, not a qualified one coach. is uh, the two that were my favorite are uh, the two who have coached me, of course. Um, one being Mike Westerling, who's doing right. my program for me. Right <laughs> Brian now. Shaw's coach <clears throat> was Brian Shaw's coach for the, the peaking of his, I don't know how much he did, but he programmed what? for Brian what? Shaw. Brian Shaw's coach for world's strongest man told him that agreed that we don't need to squat unless we're powerlifting. What? Well, he didn't. He didn't say that. Or wait, he agreed I, with the right. concept that a squat is not an absolute requirement. Right. That's all I was saying. Right. Travis Mash. Yes. Mash Elite Performance Travis Mash. Travis Mash, who once beat Eddie Cohen's total. Travis Mash, who has held a world record in the bench press. Travis Mash, who has coached many, many world team members for weightlifting um, and powerlifting. Travis Mash, who just is a super cool guy and listen to his podcast. You will learn so many things. He actually commented on my Facebook post and was like, I a hundred percent agree with this. Yeah. I'm like, just saying dude has a pedigree. Dude has a knowledge base. Right. Dudes have produced, produced some massive results. Um, shoot. I was one of the world team people he put on teams. Right. It's, it, and, and it goes back to my, my, my previous statement, which is not all coaches are qual- created equal. Right. Like, there are some shit coaches out there. I'm not going to name names because I'm not that bad of a person, even though I kind of was a dick earlier. Well, and, and then again, I'm just going to say squat is a great movement. I don't mind squatting. I have squat in my program right now. Granted, I'm going to do a pile of me. Wait, don't you need to squat to be able to sit down and get your fat ass up off the toilet? Do you need to do that right now for that to happen? I have no idea. Some fucking idiot said that, though. Uh, yeah, and I, it made me laugh. Those. And I was like, so do you mean to tell me that 2,000 years ago, we were putting barbells on our ass so our fat fucking self could take a shit? Right. We need a barbell to shit? Well, Bro, we got other I, problems. I got into them a little bit, too, and I was like, I was like, so you're telling me if you do sled pushes, you sprint, you jump, you bench, you overhead press, you deadlift, but you don't squat... You're going to have a hard time getting out of the toilet when you're old? I, I bet you wouldn't. Right. It's not the squat right. that makes you magically able to stand up off the toilet. It's being strong enough to live daily activities. That doesn't have to be a squat. There's a million ways to get strong, and they took umbrage with that. But most people who refuse to critical think do. Um God, that and that, <sighs> man, we, you and I have probably are going to have to like get off social media because you and I have both gotten been getting real bored during the so, days. So I've and been picking I've, fights. I have been. So my, I used to boy. do like political posting because it's just the lowest hanging fruit to start shit. But like honestly, it makes me really sad about the world at large and how people just don't think about things. Um, 
But man, making fitness posts like this, it kind of scratches the same itch, right. and it just makes me hate the fitness industry, not the world at large. Right. So well, I, and, I like it better. And I, there, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love the fitness industry, but there are some parts of it that I want to die. I am sick of <laughs> these ugh, fucking fad diets. These people can't see me bash my head into the mic. Um, just these people who are preaching these like quick fixes and these god forbid these wraps or these cleanses that are going to make you lose x amount of pounds in a day right. cool so like this one i love this one there's, even if it's it a works, youtube ad can you keep it off right and there's a youtube ad and it's literally like every in any given day the average human is walking around with 10 to 15 pounds of toxic sludge in their gut and i'm like yeah the average human is because and then they take a shit well and my thing is is yeah, the average human is because we eat, like, dog shit. Yeah. How about y'all eat a fucking vegetable or some fiber I feel or attacked. some yogurt and take a big dump? Like, right. y'all need to take some massive dumps because, well, you probably aren't taking a big enough shit. My shits right. take 10 minutes. Or, I don't know, get a colonoscopy every now and then. I mean, That'll yeah. take care of it. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's just, like, people want to... It's like it going back to the the monster post remember episode like two or three whatever way back then when we were talking about the facebook post that um somebody that is in my relation shared talking about how toxic drinking monsters are oh yes and and that you need to drink like what was it you needed to drink a gallon of water for like 15 days or something or like was it three quarters a gallon of water for 15 days to flush that shit out of your kidneys and i'm like and we're like well, you should probably drink a gallon of water fucking anyway. Right. So y'all are you're missing like, the like, point. So basically, if you do what you're supposed to do, it takes care of it. Awesome. Right. So it's like those kind of people are really misinformed. Um, if if you all want to pick fights and love watching somebody mess with the, the health industry, follow Lane Norton. Yeah, God. he is a troll king. Man, I can't wait. We've we'll we'll, we'll have to level. eventually get on that level to get him on there. Oh yeah. Get him on or get him on here. We'll get um, him on here. Yeah, I mean he's he is he is a big hero of mine. From a he's part of the reason why I actually want to go back and get my PhD. Yeah, um, just because mm-hmm. like so he's got he's got his PhD and you can't having that kind of title gives you some merit and it gives you some credibility to be able to say you're a fucking idiot, right? To most people. So like I have, I have a master's degree. Am I allowed to say it yet? Yeah, I mean, your master's is in what is your master's in again? Philosophy. Philosophy. Yeah, so thinking. Yeah, so you're smart. You're 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 better at thinking than I'm I am. Not, I'm not smart. I just like you like to think. Can right. Think about a thing before <laughs> I just like. Mine. Mine's attach it to my body. ABA therapy, but whatever. Um. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is here. So I got nationals, um, for USSF here. In six weeks, seven weeks. Oh shit! Are we that close? Yeah. God. October October ninth. Um, and then after that, I am going to make the switch to some. I'm going to work on my weightlifting. I'm going to work on my clean and jerk and snatch. And I'm going to do just training things I feel like doing. So I'll do clean jerk and snatch. I'll do some log press. I'll do benching. I probably won't do a lot of deadlifting because I'll be getting so much pull volume in anyway. Right. Uh, I'm going to do like some farmer carry, some sandbag carry shit. I'll run some sleds. What did I not say I'm doing? I, I 
Don't think you're squatting. Are you going to squat? I am not going to squat. Wait, so you're not going to squat next year, which you don't For, fucking so, squat anyway. I do. I squat, I squat at least once Actually, a week right now. you know now. what? I will <clears throat> I will retract that statement because remember I was talking shit to you the other day and I was like, oh, I cannot squat you. And I fucked up. Oh man, I was I was it was a 495 for 3 that you did and yeah. I was like, "Oh, I can do that. No I want problem." 495 naked, for naked 3 knee. bare knees and I I I don't love squatting. I'll be honest, I don't love squatting. So this would be a cool experiment to see if I uh, don't have to. Right. <laughs> so so I'm going to train the Olympic lifts. I'm going to train log press which I like. I'm going to do some shit with kettlebells for my accessories cuz I love kettlebells. I'm going to do some sled work. I'm going to do some strongman movements, but my ass is honestly, I may not really deadlift hardly maybe like once every two weeks i might deadlift um and uh and i'm definitely not squatting for at least nine months after because what happens in nine months after i turn into a master's athlete oh i, I was gonna so, say what happens in nine months nine months after nationals i turn in my, my master's athlete baby is born and i will be 40 years old at which point i'm going to do a weightlifting meet to qualify for nationals and then I'm going to do Masters Nationals, and I'm going to qualify for Masters Nationals, and I'm going to place in the top half for Masters Nationals, and I'm going to do it without squatting. That's what's happening. Right. Those are to some, your boy, man, and 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 that's me throwing it out there, and that's I, some accountability. I'm right fucking there. doing it, and it's good that not a lot of people listen to this. So if it fails, I don't hold accountable. But like, I mean, <laughs> I hold you to accountability, dude. I'm I'm doing it. Um, I was talking to my buddy Zach Riley, who will get on the podcast at some point. He's a uh, physics professor down at IUPUI, but he was uh, he won the Arnold Highland Games a couple years back, and he's been like a top pro for a long time. So I'm going to get into some uh, Highland Games stuff too. Yeah, you know, and you and I both talked about that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so they have this festival up here called the Feast of the Hunter's Moon, and they have a Highland Games. It's either Highland Games or Highlander. I can never remember. Um, and I actually, it's Highland Games. Highlander is a couple you, throws and some strongman movements. Okay, so I reached out to them, and uh, I, if I wasn't doing this new programming, um, and I was just going to kind of do my own thing, prepping for worlds, I would have done it. Um, you and I had both talked about doing it as yeah. a fun thing because I, I, any opportunity for me to wear a freaking kilt, like I'm right. all about it because like, like, well, no, you don't wear anything under kilts. Or at least I wear I don't. my Ninja Turtles boxers. Oh, I don't wear shit. I wouldn't wear shit. I'd be totally like them Scottish dudes. Yeah, and Braveheart. You but, do, you homie. <laughs> like, like I'm, I, I'm stoked. I really wanted to do it, but you know, there's always next year. Yeah, um, when there's Highland Games at basically any Renaissance festival anywhere. So right. Well, when and, the, when the spring and summer hits, that's comp season for that. So I, right. I wouldn't mind playing around with that. And now that I know there's a guy that's actually good at it, that's only like an hour away. It's right. like we, you know, I'd love to hang out with him and work on that. Kind of just talk through programming for it too, because he does a lot of weightlifting with his program. Right, and I think that'd be a cool little change of pace. Um, you know, yeah, I, throw throw lighter weights. Hard and fast, and just kind of give my body a break from the just give my joints a killing abuse that we do for powerlifting time. and strongman, right? You know, and I was actually so I was just talking to one of your new clients today. Who's that? Um, oh god, damn, I can't think of his name. Um, with uh, he trained, oh, he just Eric? just started training up at Voss or Fearless. Um, you gave him uh, Sean. Sean is that yeah. what his name is? Yeah. Shit. Sorry, uh, sorry, Sean. I'm really bad with names. Uh, he's a little thicker, dark hair. Yeah, yeah. He just started with the uh, the uh, bodybuilding type style program. Yeah, yeah. I got him doing some power building. Yeah. Um. And I was talking to him, and I was just like, "Yeah, Dan's power building stuff is good." Um. So I'm very excited to watch him. 
and yeah. see how he does. He's uh, been he's been chasing the strength game for a long time and just kind of wants like a, a body and neurological break a little bit. Well, so and I looked at his past programming, bro. It was it was created for people on performance enhancing drugs. The volume was is very high. It is the the amount of of which, volume which works for, great for some people. For, but yeah, not, it, not for guys like him. No, and and he's he's like, Cause I he's, just hurt. Yeah, like constant. I'm like, when was the last time you deloaded? And he's like, well, the deloads are built in, but they're like 75%. I'm like, oh, shit. My deloads are like 50, yeah. 60%. Well, and and like, on it, a- it definitely has its overreach week and its super compensation. And I was like, dude, just finish that program out. Because, I mean, once you deload, you'll probably hit some decent PRs, but you just feel like shit the whole time leading up to it. Right. And mm. and that's where you can t- – that's how you can tell I've I've been lifting long enough because – <laughs> my body will get to a point where I'm like begging for a deload. And it used to be, it mentally messed with me on, you know, oh my God, I feel like such a weak bitch and I'm not lifting very much. And now I'm like, thank God, I don't have to squat 315. Oh my God. Like today. Right. Like my my my, oh, my squats were three sets of seven at 335. Oh, not, so that felt pretty good. Not, not like, normal. not going to kill me, but like. It was a good intro because yeah, you're like I'm not squatting 500 pounds for reps today. This is awesome. right. Like I'm not. I'm not. I don't have to put 500 pounds on my back. I don't even have to put 400 pounds on my back. Sure, I may feel and kind of look like a weak bitch, but like I didn't squat all last week. Like right. after my comp, I didn't load my spine, and so I needed that. And so I'm like, yeah, thank you for easing me into this shit. Right, little taper up into the into well, the and three set and sets of seven is any time. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. But, oh, I thought you were going to say isn't bad. I was like, yeah, it's not like doing 10s. <laughs> no, I hate volume. I mean, I, I would say the only program I've had worse to date than how, like, more intense, harder for me to do than uh, than today's was when you and I were doing that off-season programming. And you're a fucking <laughs> asshole and made me do six sets of eight at, like, 375 yeah. regular squat, which... 375 is not a ton, but you do six sets of them, and you're like, fuck me. Turn around. I've the shit out of you. Like five sixes. Yeah, it was like five sixes or four sixes uh, front squat at like, you know, RPE eight. So I think I was going to 275, 225. And then we go back to back squat tempo for four sets of four sets of four. I remember it was. You're like, I remember it. Four one zero, and it was (laughs) terrible. Like, I thought my hamstrings and my glutes and my quads were tearing as I went into the hole. Yeah. I thought I was going to die. That was the hardest one. You actually were like, wait, you actually finished it? You were shocked. Yeah, I totally I didn't, quit. didn't expect you to um, finish those. Because, yeah, that was the hard. I think that took me like three and a half hours to finish because yeah, I, I take my time. But, damn, it so was brutal. So, I stand by the concepts behind that program. Oh, it was great. I was in great but, shape. But I think if I was to program it again... Um, I would I would take the number of sets down a little bit. Well, I don't know. Ask your fiance. She was she was she did the exact same program. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, I programmed it for you, and I was like, "Hey, oh, you can do this too." And so, with, <laughs> and so it goes to the thing with me is with that pro. So I feel like that program was a bit much. Like it was hard. I it agree. kicked my ass. But at my le- like, I'm not saying I'm at a high level. Like, I'm not, like, squatting 800, you know, right. or anything like that. But take an intro lifter or so, someone who isn't putting up crazy big numbers, do you think their body would respond a little bit better to that that volume 
because yes. the joints aren't getting beat to shit. Yes, definitely. I and mean, I I feel like that's I, the biggest obstacle I run into now is my knees hurt I, so bad. I feel like, uh, yeah, I mean, again, I stand by that program. You hit, I think it was you, great. You had some wicked PRs on that program too. Oh, fuck, man, what, what that was the was that. What? You put like to... it was like forty pounds on your deadlifts or some shit. Yeah, like, oh, that's like, right. Was, we were like beating was, the shit. We were attacking was, my conventional. It worked, crazy. but it definitely is one of those programs like the Instagram post I did yesterday, where I was like, "Hey, if you hate something you're doing in your programming, uh, stop fucking doing it." Um, it definitely was one of those programs where I'm sure there was some moments where you're like, "I fucking hate everything about this." Um, it yeah. had its purpose. It achieved its purpose. But man, that that program isn't like something you just run back to back to back to back. That'd be a program where it's like, it's your off season. Let's take eight to sixteen weeks and just kill the, kill the volume a little bit. For? Were we prepping for something? Was that my prep for uh, Ohio? It, I, I was going to say I think we did sixteen weeks of prep for that, but I think the first eight weeks were like just doom. <laughs> you know what? I, I, it was because remember, I remember doing that shit in Colorado. Hannah, my girlfriend, and I were in Colorado trying to suffer through this damn training, dude. At altitude, at that, the altitude that with a fucking mask. I remember. I you know what? It was <laughs> because we had to wear a mask inside the gym. Oh my god! And at the altitude, because it's super dry. And if anybody knows, I get bloody noses pretty easily, or I have in the past. So at that altitude, I'm squatting with this damn thing, and I look down on my last squat, and I, I've got a pool of blood in my mask. Just from my nose bleeding. I'm like, this is disgusting. And I took my mask off and I threw it on the ground. And I was like, that's gross. gross. I'm dirty. But, yep, I was bleeding out my nose in the on that squat. But, yeah, uh, volume and high altitude do not recommend. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that program's fun. I definitely, again, I'm not going to say it was a bad program because it, it worked. Well, and I don't but, like using that if, phrase. if I was to program that again, especially for you, I definitely would have tweaked some things a little bit. Um, maybe shortened it to like a six week instead of an eight weeks of doom. Right. Uh, tweaked a little bit. But honestly, if you look back at your programs with people that you did like multiple years ago, God, you better cringe. Because like if you don't, it means you haven't gotten any better. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think I would say looking back on because I've been shit. This is the first time I've actually gone out and used a different coach. I think you've been doing my programming for a couple of years probably. I was going to say you've been you know I've been working together for 2 years yeah, I think off almost. And on for a couple of years. Um and fuck. Highly recommend it. Um Hey hey, I'll take that. Right, like big recommendation. Um shit. I would say uh, in the numbers, my numbers don't look super sexy. <laughs> They're pretty fucking good. In my man. opinion, like from like when I first started with you to what I am now, but I also there you and I were going at like working real hard for about I think there was like a 24 week period where we were like great COVID hit and yeah, COVID I, I, I got off program. I started doing my own thing and I, I kind of just stuck. Now I will say during COVID I did have some pretty cool deadlifts. Um, I hit 585 for the first time without a belt one time. Nice. Um, that was cool. Uh, 535 or yeah, 535 I, with a deadlift. Which is on my Instagram, um, and it's a gift somewhere. One of our photography friends, Nate, he made a gif out of it because of the video I threw up. <laughs> I remember that. I was deadlifting, and I threw up mid-set, and I, like, missed it. And then I ended up coming back and hitting it, like, 20 Ugh. minutes later. So, um, so that was cool. Um, and then I block-pulled over eight 
during COVID. Yeah. That um, was that was sexy. like a big fucking deal for me. Cause I almost like fucking I block pulled over a block pulls. I'll tell you. Yeah. But you know <laughs> what? <laughs> there aren't a lot of people on this earth who can just oh, block sure. pull anything right. over seven. Like, and yeah, I'm not I saying mean, I'm going to strap in and rack pull over eight. Over right, eight. Like, like it's just not a thing that really happens. Right. Like, and it was, and it was, what, what was my Especially height? Your body weight. I think I was like, I think it was a five inch, six inch block. Yeah. So it wasn't like, oh my God. So it was like 13, 14 inch pull. Right. So like, you know, if I was a big man and I could maybe bring my grip in or my feet in a little bit more and open up my hands, maybe I'd be a, a halfway decent, excuse me, uh, strong man. Dude. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you're strong enough. You'd kind of be good in whatever sport you decide to do. Uh, powerlifting is just kind of the lane that that speaks to you, at least at this moment. I was so gonna like, say until my yeah, body gets rolling. pissed off enough. I like strongman. I like Highland Game stuff because it's sexier. Like, yeah. or it's it's not sexy, and that's why I think it's sexy. It's, it's a little well. I would say strongman, especially, is just a little more like just fucking brute. Right, yeah, exactly. And yeah. I and and anybody who like knows anything me goes hitch the hell out of that deadlift, right? And anybody who that, knows that me that is jerk. like, it, it, I feel like I can unhinge a little bit better and yeah. be more controlled in strongman because the elements will kill you. Like right. very much, yeah. it's you versus how tough mentally are you versus. Whereas, yeah, it's like definitely in, like a suffer sport, right? Whereas in powerlifting, obviously it's a suffer sport, and the the elements can kill you. But like, but at I no point like are you going to pick suffer, a fucking rock up. So in powerlifting, I feel like the and suffer, that's the challenge. The suffer sport side is in your training, right? Game day, it ain't really about suffering. I mean, you may have a grind you got nine lifts, but like maybe one of those nine lifts took you four seconds to grind out. Right. But like in strong man, it, every half your events are going to be 60 second max rep suffering. Right. Like it's torture. <laughs> I mean, one of our, one of the guys that we train with Justin Loy, he's prepping for a clash at clash the, at the coast coral clash at the coral. Yep. yep. Down in Texas. And he has two, a, week, two weeks. Yeah. I don't know. Up. He's got a press medley. This yeah. fucking thing is it's pretty good. A log and axle or sorry, it might be axle to log and then circus axle log and then circus dumbbell circus for reps. dumbbell for reps. And some dude was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do circus dumbbell for 45 seconds." And I said, "That's a fucking joke." <laughs> good luck. Have fun, because Justin's like, "Yeah, no, I can he, do it for 15 and I'm I, done." I was gonna say, you may get there with 45 seconds left. You're not gonna. You're not going to. Because well, it's not like the axle and the log are are light either. I think they're both probably right around three hundred yeah. or a touch higher than three hundred. The, the log's over three. I don't remember what the. Axle and then I don't is. know what the dumbbell is, but I would assume it's, oh, at it's least over a hundred seventy. Yeah, I mean, so and that means you're you're taking the the dumbbell circus dumbbell, which is from the floor every time. Every time, yeah. it's not clean the dumbbell, press away. It's clean the clean and presses, clean and press, clean and press. That's and it's like. I don't know. If you haven't done circus dumbbell, maybe 170 doesn't sound rough, but fat handle, fat dumbbell. I like circus dumbbell. And, and just you don't understand how tiring Florida overhead is as an event. Because if you're a weightlifter, you go Florida overhead, but you don't do it for like a minute straight. Right. And, um, and that's it, why I like strongman. I feel like if someone if someone has done CrossFit, they can appreciate what reps from Florida overhead feel like. But unless you've done CrossFit or strongman, like you really just don't know. Yeah, and CrossFit, you know, everybody wants to shit on CrossFit. I don't know of anybody high level in CrossFit who's who is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, Jesus well, fuck. And you people ever like to shit those? on CrossFit because of the beginner to intermediate gen pop people that do it. Right. And I'm sorry. You can shit on powerlifters at that level and strongmen people at that well, level. Exactly well, the same. Because the, they're beginners and they It's easy to shit suck. on powerlifters at that, le- that ge- the intermediate. I mean, fuck. The one I went to, the one I just did where I shit the bed, one best lifter, and had a terrible meet. I was, my squat and deadlift was higher than guys wearing suits yeah like like intro and i'm not trying to be a dick but like introductory power lifters like it's not it's no sexier than um than, than, than early than, crossfitters than like, than like than intro crossfitters those skinny fat crossfitters it's it's people that don't have their technique dialed in yet right. aren't that strong yet and aren't that good yet and that's okay yeah. that's where everybody starts like shit um go back to my girlfriend who uh did neutral grip dumbbell press for 12 the other day at 60 pounds nice and i looked at her and i said hey babe, you pretty badass i was like hey or it was 10 sorry she just did it for 10 and i and said she's not a big girl she competes as well at 132 148, uh, i'm maybe. not gonna answer that i do not <laughs> answer that one yeah, she's not a big girl she's not she's she weighs 40 50 pounds less than me yeah quite a bit less than me actually um and i i said Hey babe, you realize when I started getting into powerlifting, that was mine. That was my sets of twelve. Was with sixties. Yeah, honestly, like, 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 like she's fucking if impressive. If you're doing hypertrophy sets with sixties dumbbells on bench, like that's pretty fucking respectable, regardless um, of who you so, are. Like, that ain't bad. Um, I mean, or you do her built or not Bulgarian split squats. Um, heels out of it, elevated uh, kettlebell Gobl- squat, whatever goblets. goblet squats. So we have to get her a transformer bar for her to max out and do more weight. Right, because she heavy enough. Nope, she hey, we'll she get, she has so so. This is fucked. we got that we got that gungner. I know that gungner dumbbell that she's stoked for. She's specifically excited for that because she's going to be able to do Load it. Those bitches up to one sixty seven because our heaviest kettlebell is one hundred and twenty four pounds, and she does that for sets of ten to fifteen. Like yep. fuck you, people. Like she does, and it. She loves to make fun of me for this because she knows it pisses me off. Because it does piss me off. Well, tell her she. You can just put. Oh, she's not. She's doing goblet though. But I was no, going to say she can rack position two of them and just do front squats with them. Well, it, it, so she'll she'll do she she front racks them. Mm-hmm. She'll do front racks with them, um, and I'll put them up there. But she she's front racking eighty pounds. I'm like, all right, well, fuck. Yeah. Like she can do hypertrophy stuff way better than me. Her accessory movements for leg stuff, like okay. I did good mornings today. Yeah, she's a freaking workhorse, man. Like, she's, I did good mornings, sets of 10. She works concentric. hard. She out good mornings, and I can't wait for Chris Bridgeford to shit on me and give me <laughs> shit. Like, I, he should shit on me. I haven't done good mornings in over a year, and I did 135. Or yeah, I had a plate on each side. And they're hard. They're good for you. And they're if you're, fucking if you're doing, hard. like, to where your back is parallel to the floor, that's just a different world, and most people don't do them like that. Right, and she, like... If you all want to feel bad about how your work ethic is, come watch her. This poor, this, you know. She is like the most focused person ever when she's in the gym. She just gets to work and trains her ass off. Like she busts her, and she works a physical job in a factory. Yep. And she works 12s, nights. She works nights. And she, she works trains, plus. what, like five days a week or so? Four she, trains or five? As, she trains five days a week. Yeah. She works 70 hours a week. So anybody who's like, oh, I work too much, you can shut the fuck up because <laughs> my girlfriend no, works circles don't. around you. Like, that is, you know what, I'm not going to lie. That was probably one of the most attractive qualities in a human being is someone who is so driven that they can just bust their ass. 
Um, and I look at our time, and wow, we have gone way over. All good, all good. I it, I feel like I hadn't talked to you in this I haven't, capacity I, forever, and it's because yeah. it has been two weeks since you and I sat down and did a podcast. Well, so. yeah, I mean, you and I have both been just crazy busy. Mm-hmm. Like, work has been kicking my ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I will say, now that I'm doing personal training, I kind of have this weird gap in the middle of the day. Nap time! So you'd think that, but I also have rediscovered how amazing and cheap matinees are. Oh my god, I've seen so many movies in the theaters. God, so, so good. So I'll have tons of well, ammo for that so, shit. So I just, we just got away for your fiancé and I to open that uh, ABA clinic. There you go. For lifters, because... ABA clinic for lifters? Yeah, it's a so, very niche market. Yeah, but there's some good money in it. Ask uh, ask um, Brian Shaw what one of the biggest changes he did to his training for World's Strongest Man. Get he, my coach. Well, uh, <laughs> but he said the ba- one of the biggest impacts is he started working on his mental health. Oh, yeah. He's talked about it twice, I think, at least. And he's twice. And it was one of it was his World's Strongest Man recap. So, nice. um, a lot of elite lifters are getting stuck, right? They're, they're getting stuck at something. And so you see these elite lifters who are playing around with, um, different sports, you know, the big trend was jujitsu or boxing or whatever. Right. And you can't ju- people don't just like basically dedicate and make their entire life about a sport and then basically on a whim yes whim i love how you said that because you did it right yeah on a whim just just change sports like not even change from lifting but uh also just like going to a completely different sport that's just contact people just don't make such a change and a perfect example of that is like a matty forberg who was an ipf world champ or like a Steffi Cohn, who at the one time had the highest Wilkes of all time. And she was pulling 500 for reps in the cage. People don't just stop doing that. Steffi Cohn is actually the reason why I got interested into sports psychology. Because she said the best thing she ever did while she was training was she went and saw a sports psychologist. Because what people don't realize is there's just so much more going on in the head than what, what it really is. You know, because... And even me, um, and I was actually so grateful for Dan when he was giving me those pump days because, like, the best part of my training became days where I wasn't hitting a squat bench or a deadlift because I was just constantly obsessing over numbers. And what was happening is it was just becoming detrimental to my mental health. Right, so and, you can still get some work in, but, like, you're not right. You're not crushing yourself further emotionally and mentally. Right, and, and, it, w- and it was making it so that my relationship with lifting was getting toxic because all I was thinking about was numbers. Right. And stepping away from numbers is something that has been very beneficial to me. I'm not chasing numbers, which is why, excuse me, like I said, when I was lifting, doing Chris's pro- programming today, you know, I'm chasing... Six plus squat, seven plus pull, four Which plus Which probably pitch. aren't numbers you've had to mess with in a while. So you, right. you kind of have a clean slate in your mind about what I should be hitting for this. Right. You know, and, and so, yeah, and that actually is why I'm happy that the meet went really shitty is because I was humbled and I'm not chasing. Well, I'm chasing numbers. Right. right. Don't, don't it like, is powerlifting. Like it's powerlifting. I'm always chasing numbers. But I, I was reminded that shit's just not going to get handed to me. And I feel like I walked into that meet, honestly, 
like that meet was mine. I fully expected to win best lifter. Right. Like whatever. And, and you did. Right. But <laughs> I fully expected to ass fuck every single person there. Like my ego was so big that it was that I was like my shit doesn't stink. Disclaimer, Preston does not advocate homosexual or heterosexual raping. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bad phrasing, whatever. But like, I I fully expected to go in there and just beat the crap out of everybody. And I didn't. And I'm glad I didn't. I am honestly glad that I had such a bad meet. Because it put a fire under your ass. Well, it did. It lit a fire under my ass because it pissed me off that I went into this meet thinking I'm that good. And I'm not. Like, I'm whatever you want to call me if I'm good, not good, whatever. But I really thought I was better than I was. And. I'm like, oh, I deserve to hit a 400-plus-pound bench, and I deserve to pull 700 and break an APF national record and, right. you know, let my little Trump voice come out. But, like, I, I, I was, like, putting the cart before the horse because Excuse I was like... Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I was like, I thought I busted my ass, and I deserved it, and I didn't. Because the more I dug, dug into my work, I was like, I cut corners. I cut mobility corners, right. and I didn't always sleep the best, and fuck, man... I forgot what, how it is to be good. Right. And you know what? Fuck that. I'm not going to let that happen again. I don't want to let that happen. I don't want powerlifting to be no longer my escape. Right. Because that is my escape. That's my therapy. That's my mental health protection. Um, obviously, that's not always the best <laughs> when I unhinge and just come unglued. But, you know, it can be tough. I mean, do you ever... You ever I know I've always asked this for people, but... Do you ever do you ever feel like you got to that point? As far as like burned out chasing numbers? Oh or? yeah, like especially yeah, when I you mean, were honestly so Or even when you were fighting, back when you were fighting. Man, I I always enjoyed the fighting. I honestly gave it up um because I was married and had kids and it just was not making me the money I needed to make. Um and it I don't know, it just stopped being I don't know. I'd, it was weird to have kids and be fighting. So that that's kind of where I did there. Uh, but then to kind of answer the question another way, too, I definitely worked off of chasing numbers here, uh, trying to hit that 500-pound bench that I got. Um, and then even now I'm still chasing some numbers. Like I want to hit the 500 bench in a full meet now. Uh, I want to squat, you know, six in sleeves instead of six in wraps. Um Want to overhead press 300 at this next meet because there's an overhead press in this meet, which is cool. Um, and I want to be able to pull at least mid sixes on just a normal power bar. And, and I mean, honestly, this is probably making that switch to weightlifting or Highland Games or something else is is basically like what you were doing. It was to just kind of get over the chasing the numbers and getting into something else. I'm looking to drop some body weight, which is going to... Um, be different and bring my numbers down on the power lift. So yeah, I mean, I've definitely burned out on chasing numbers. I'm a little burned out on chasing numbers right now. So, um, definitely looking forward to dropping some weight and testing my limits on some weightlifting numbers, some clean and jerk and snatch. And since it's something I haven't really tested in a really long time, um, I think it's going to be a good change of pace mentally as well. Uh, my best lifts ever, uh, back when I was about, 250 ish pounds maybe like 2015 or so um was a a 275 snatch 
and a 350 clean and jerk. So if I could get back to those numbers, I'd feel good about it. But my technique's so not where it was back then. I'm just, I know right now I can snatch probably like 225, um, 200, 225, somewhere in there. And I can clean and jerk probably 315 or so right now. But I'm at a heavier body weight now, so I know I should be able to get those numbers coming up when I just get dialed in and get my mobility back. Do you think you'd ever cut down and do a show? I know you and I talk about it. We joke about it all the I, time. Man, I've thought about it I a number like of times. I feel like I could do it much easier than you could. Yeah, so I just... Because I walk around at a lower body fat percentage. Plus, it, you have to get sure. down super fucking low. What was that, 220? Yeah, so if I wanted to do classic physique, because if I didn't want a banana hammock, I wanted the boxer briefs, classic physique would be it, but I had to be, for my height, I have to be down to 210. I was two and I'm. Uh, I was I was two ninety four point four this morning. Fat and I'm. Fuck. I mean, I'm. I'm not super lean, but I mean, I'm under twenty percent body. You fat, don't. I was gonna know? say you don't have thirty or seventy eighty pounds of fat to just yeah, lose. I think if I let's do the math, let's see how that I would have. I would for sure have to lose muscle. You would lose um, what is that? So I'm at let's see seven, two eighty pounds. You let, would lose let's like say I'm at twenty percent forty percent of your body weight. So if I lose every piece of body fat on me and I'm at 20% body fat right now, my body weight would be 235.2. I just said it's 40 you'd have yeah. to drop 40 your body weight 40%. Yeah, I would Fuck I would that. I would have to lose every ounce of fat on my body and lose um, 25 pounds of lean body mass in order to fit into I'm just, classic physique. You know what? And I'm just trying to figure out how you know I'm, those it, guys, well well, they go, they, if they're heavier than that, they just go bodybuilding. Well, and they just get dry. Those guys are dry as hell. Yeah. Um, you know, so maybe you t- pull up 10 pounds of water or whatever. I don't know. I, I know that my girlfriend has been joking around and asking me to push it, put the bug in your ear. Because I know you and her, her and have, I were both you talking and I have, about it a little you bit. You and her have, like, joked about it. and it, Well, and I've seriously considered it a few times. I'd have to do bodybuilding just because of my size. Right. Um, I mean, because I would do... There's a couple reasons why I don't think I'll ever actually do it. One, it's just a long prep. I just don't so have it in me to thing. prep for that long. I don't know if I have. The, truthfully, bodybuilding is the hardest part of bodybuilding. Mental. Is the mental game sure. because I don't know if I have the mental toughness to do doubles, which is I'm cardioing in the morning and mm-hmm. then I'm training in the afternoon. Well, I mean, and, I'll do like a 30 minute walk in the morning and then go lift. Right, well, but, yeah. Lift in the afternoon. But like you're talking 90 minutes of like. Real cardio, no, and then an, an hour to ninety minute session. Late, I didn't know. There's well, and the thing is, doesn't is, you know I, what I like that I could not ever have if I did a show. What baked goods? Like my girlfriend is easily yeah. the best baker I've ever met. Well, and, and always <sighs> bakes food, and she and I would have to suffer I, like baked I goods. Feel like even when bodybuilding, I feel like you can. You just have to time it properly. I don't but have man, that once skill. you get once you get close to the show, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're obviously having a sack. For for me, the biggest thing is, ever since I've been in sport, it's been performance oriented. Whether it was martial arts growing up, whether it was MMA as an adult, whether it was shoot cheerleading in college, it was performance based when we were competing, right? Like it, it powerlifting, strongman, CrossFit, all of it was chasing a number or trying to beat someone yeah. else. From a performance standpoint, not from an appearance standpoint. Right, it's, and I think it's I'd have too a hard subjective. Time. I'd have a hard That's time. That's my biggest beef with bodybuilding is it's I, so subjective. Well, it 
in my head, I'm just like, what is the performance metric that I can look at myself improving at in that sport? And it's what body fat percentage, um, how good I am at posing. So I guess there is some performance metrics in it, but I just, it's just not measurable. Like MMA, I could measure the amount of foot pounds of force I'm putting into the bag because we have shit for that. Um, lifting, I can see how much weight is on the bar relative to my body weight. Uh, strong man, same thing. Like I, football, you can look at your your records. You can look at how fast you run. A I mean, 40. you you, you can, can look at you can look at the guy across from me. I mean, fuck, football is easily measurable. Right. You look at the guy across from me. Am I stronger than you? I don't know. Let's find out. I'm going to hit yeah. you in the head with my head. Right. Well, and That's you could be like, like how many times can I get past him and get to the quarterback in this right. game? Like, like stuff like that. Like, it's it's very like performance or in which I guess you could say bodybuilding is too. How bad did I beat these other guys? There is a scorecard. I don't know. I just it just doesn't being that cut interests me because I think it would look fucking cool because I have a lot of muscle mass and I know like if I got right. that shredded, I would look like freaky, especially well, especially yeah. my back from all the strongman stuff. Well, and that's the thing is I. That's part. Of, I think that's what's appealing to me is like, I feel like it's a physical challenge for my body that I've not undergone yet. Like, yeah, like it, I am not afraid the, to put seven hundred pounds on my back and hold it, or like pick up three hundred pounds in an awkward position, right. a three hundred pound rock, or a three hundred thirty five pound Husafel stone. Fuck, right, that was awful. <laughs> that was terrible. Assholes, change the weights. Um, but like, but I like to push the limits of the human body. And I feel like that is the only avenue I haven't explored is how so lean I, can I feel I like hit. it could be super cool, and I feel like the pictures would be super cool. And that's why I flirt with it sometimes. Right. But I always talk about how, like, I'm 39. I'm going to be 40 next year. I'm just done doing shit I don't really enjoy doing at this point in my life. Like, what's the benefit? Like, okay, I get there's, like, a week or three days where I have some pretty sick pictures. But I just... It doesn't, none of the prep for it sounds fun. Sets of 12 on any movement aren't super fun to me. I, I just, nothing about the process seems fun. And the process for strength sports is fun to me. Like, I like right. it better than the competing most of the time. It, it, I think it boils down to what, who's got a, like, what my vanity is. Like, yeah. really, like, I think that'll be the deciding factor is, is my vanity that bad? Now, I always was like, well, the reason I would want to do bodybuilding is because I can get my body back, body down single digit body fat percentage. I can have abs. I mean, you can have abs at ten. Well, you got abs right now. Dude. I was just about to say, okay, I don't want to toot my own horn. Sound like an egotistical. I have abs now, and I'm a powerlifter. Like, I, I yeah, you can do not lean. need to be a fat, sloppy powerlifter. You don't need to your be whole, good. You don't need your whole body to look like dick skin to be lean. Right, right, and that's the thing is like. Of course, there are, and there are ways to make yourself super lean, super dry, and shit. But like, I'm kind of happy with the work I've put in to have these abs. Like, in the, in the entire time you've known me, have I ever had abs like consistently? Like, my body weight hold on this way. No, this, this is, is probably the, the most consistently lean you've been since. Well, I've and this you. is the and first time like in my entire nine months powerlifting months, career like that. that my body weight's not up and down mm-hmm. a lot. Like, I'm. F- I'm 200. Yeah, you're like, staying right I at 200. I am 200. And it's not because I am doing anything special. It's I'm literally just doing what the same shit. 
Yep. Like I'm just keeping up consistent. I'm training hard, and it's cool because like and if you're in that maintenance, you're in that maintenance mode for body weight, right? But you're still pushing the training. You're gonna build some muscle, and you're gonna lose some fat. It, it right. just it just works that way. Whereas before, we were trying to push body weight up to push some numbers, or we were trying to push body weight down to fit in a weight class to go right. for some records or something. I think you're at a good head place now with with hey, my weight is gonna be what it is. Right. I'm comfortable eating the way I'm eating right now. I can do it indefinitely. And if you grow out of that weight class, it's going to be just because you're getting bigger and stronger. Right. Not because you're trying to push anything weird. Um, and I'll hold myself accountable to this too. Post this 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 deal in November, if it still happens, obviously COVID's kind of fucking around and being a shithead. Um, well, the governments of countries are being shitheads. Well, yeah, fuck. Um, I don't even know if you can travel from the States to Europe right now. I'll be honest. Um I know it was being discussed stopping, but um, post me like November come December. Uh, this was because every single year I always compete around Thanksgiving and Christmas and I never get to enjoy it. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, but I let me say one thing after once December one hits, I fully expect to make the decisions and I feel like I understand my body enough on how I hold on to weight and how what I need to eat that I think we can get that body weight up pretty quick. Or not 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 pretty quick, but like we're going to you I'm going start to start up. pushing my body weight up to two twenty and not so hinder my ability to be athletic. When I when I had this decision that I was gonna maybe get into weightlifting and do some master stuff there and not squat, I was also looking at like Highland Games and Highlanders, which are like throwing events and strongman events together. Highland Games is like nine throws. Highlander is like usually three or four throws and and like two or three strongman events. Um, There is a Highlander in North Carolina on December 4th. There's a caber toss in it, which is the the tree flipper. I I know. Fuck. What are those those classes, man? I don't know. My boss might know. I'll, my I'll boss might we'll be real pissed if I take off two weeks of work. Right? Because when's Worlds? Worlds is the end of Worlds is November, Worlds right? is Thanksgiving. I yeah. miss that. I have to honestly. Oh, that, you that'd fucking be, redcoats are taking me taking Thanksgiving away from me. That'd be a little too close to. Uh, oh no! To I could comp. Like, no, you, I would be I, I would the next would, weekend. Yeah, you would need to work on some skill stuff first. Like you'd be strong enough, but I mean, right. You no, want to, you want to, I wouldn't do look it. Look like you know what you're doing. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I think, I think my next track will be, you know, I'm going to push, I'm going to try and push the body weight up. The thing that's happened in the past when we start pushing my body weight is I get sloppy. I start getting yeah. lazy and I'm like, and I don't, obviously there's good, there's different approaches, but like you and I both know we watched my diet I yeah. mean, you obviously eat you eat you eat your pizza, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a good one." But I didn't just eat a pizza, dude. I tell I you, I ate a what, box of macaroni and cheese every fucking day, I, and it was like I was getting sloppy and sl- just so gross. honestly, right now. So when I benched five hundred in that October meet, um, we we were living together at the time. Yep, we both were kind of gaining weight, very sloppy. Yeah, um, I'm not saying I'm lean by any means now. But at 294 right now, I am definitely leaner than I was at 293 back then. Right. I th- um, I think I'm feeling good and and 
I mean, I'll, I'll do a pizza every now and then, but my protein intake is much higher than it was back then. And I'm eating about the same amount of calories, but it's just shifted to more usable calories. Right. So I I'm, think I've, I'm feeling good right now. I have I, fluctuate. I've, I've definitely pushed out a lot of unhealthy food. I very rarely eat processed foods. Now I say that tonight I'm going home. Um, mac and cheese has come out with Cheeto flavor, uh, jalapeno cheddar, <laughs> fucking mac that. and cheese. My fat ass was walking through the store and I bought that. I also bought a rack of lamb because I'm fucking an asshole. But <laughs> you're fucking an asshole. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm I, sorry, Hannah. I when it comes to when it comes to groceries, goddamn. <laughs> um, oh that is God. that is my thing. Is I will buy meat. I like meat. I like meat into my mouth, all over my body, just. You know what? I have never seen someone be, look, find me a human being who's pissed off about eating a T-bone steak. If I'm having a rough day or something, I'm going to buy me a fucking steak. Do you know why? Because I always feel good about eating red meat and there steak. You like, you ever been upset about eating a steak? Yeah, I don't like ribeye. I don't like fatty cuts. Oh, you fucking bitch. No, yeah. I don't like ribeye. Ribeyes aren't my favorite either, but like, you give me a T-bone, mm, so good. Yeah, I, I do like, I do enjoy steak. But like, I mean, truthfully, I, I have so never been an unhappy person eating steak. I feel like, so here's, so I enjoy the texture of steak, but. God, you and my girlfriend hate each other. She hates the texture. I don't know what that means. Riddle me this. I say people don't actually like the taste of meat. They don't. They like all the shit they put on the meat. Salt and pepper. That's it. So you like how salt and pepper flavors the meat. Would you just eat the meat plain? Oh, yeah. I'd be really? I'd be completely content with just eating my meat. Oh yeah, like ground beef. You just like destroy it with nothing. Okay, well on ground it. beef. Ta- actually, I hate ground beef. I do too. I, when we were living together, I it's I ate what <laughs> at least at least like two pounds a day. I ate two pounds of ground beef a day. <laughs> I like tried to buy ground beef when I moved back up here to Lafayette, and I literally texted my girlfriend. And I said, "Uh oh, I think something's wrong with Dude, me." And we were both, ground beef eats. We were both terrible on like the ground beef chain pretty hard back yeah. then, and and I agree. I. Uh, ground beef and Jack's pizza was like my life that well, whole and the thing prep. is is ground I was eating 93 it's not like I was eating 80 20 right. 70 30 like I was eating 93 7 like super lean ground beef I am leaner now and I don't eat red meat yeah I have had such a hard time going I don't it, digest like, red meat very I, well either I took like four months off of Jack's pizza just because I couldn't anymore and ground beef I kind of feel like that too I'm like oh, it's, I have some in the freezer and I am getting through it but like I'm not. Oh my god! I now I will. I will have a good burger. I like burgers, but just cooking ground beef and eating ground beef crumbles is just it's all right nauseating. But we're 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 hitting two hours. We're at an hour and fifty seven minutes right now. We gotta we gotta button this bad boy. So yeah, let's button this bad boy up again. You can find me at strongman underscore dan, Preston at psac sixteen. Um, and then at Meathead Chatter on Instagram as well. Um, again, hit us up on Patreon. We got a couple options there. You can just be a supporting member, and we'll love you, appreciate it. But we don't really like you until we're programming for you, making you stronger at that thirty dollar mark. One more final thing to add because this is kind of cool. So where we train, and I will be the first one to eat my words. Where we train um, at Fearless Fitness. Shameless plug. Um, we have gotten some cool new shit in there. Yeah. And Got I will, platform. we have a Olympic weightlifting platform. 
Um, badass as hell, by the way. Yeah, like, it's eight fucking by eight. nice. It's a big boy. Um, but here's the deal with this place. So this is why training at a boutique gym, if we're going to call it that, is way the hell better than a CrossFit gym or anything else. So do you know what we have that nobody else in the next 60 miles, 70 miles has? We have an Elenco. Good lifters. Olympic weightlifting bar. Just kidding. Sort of. I don't know anywhere in the state that has an Olenko weightlifting bar. We do. We're the only place. Now, granted, it is super it, top secret, and it is... It is not ours. It's not it ours. Not, it is not the gyms. So I feel like our gym's kind of cool because it's like a little co-op. Well, and, and see, the thing is, is you have... But it's you have access to that. Right. And there's nowhere else in the state I know of that has an Olenko weightlifting bar with thousands of pounds of competition bumper plates yeah, we, we have bumpers ghost there now. bumper plates like so shameless plug and i was 100 percent against it and then I, I thought about it more <laughs> man i was a dick about it but i thought about it more and definitely a good decision so if our olympic weightlifting people are in the listening area definitely check it out well and after october we can play together right i'm gonna start doing that shit but thank you all for listening in thank you for Sticking with us. And leave us a podcast review. I keep saying I'm going to read them because we have a few now. Oh, shit. But uh, yeah, I always forget. We're such selfish bastards and just want to get to chatting. Thanks for listening. See you next time.